This is Damien Maffei from The Strangers Pray at Night and Haunt, and you're listening to the Horror Squad Podcast. Squad podcast episode number 197 tonight we're talking about halloween kills which is currently streaming on peacock or you can watch in the movie theater if you're lucky enough to go see it i'm one of your co-hosts we got todd joe sam and steve girl and boys how are you big todd little steve oh, little God. steve <laughs> big joe how you guys doing <laughs> great 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 i've been waiting to say that all week yeah. <laughs> i know i was like bummed we weren't recording on monday because i'm like i want to talk about this movie right now mm-hmm. yeah yep stam and i just watched it for a second time as a refresher before wow. we came on so i am fresh and ready to go talking some how oh kills. i'm ready but too definitely Sam's, Sam's most, bringing it definitely the most anticipated movie i would say of the entire year so i've got my notes uh, all right here oh all right no i'm joking it's just a notebook <laughs> It's been anticipated for like what two years now. Yeah, I mean, COVID. Yeah, yeah COVID shut it down and <sighs> had the whole year to to wait for this. And was it worth it. the wait? We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're all dying to hear what happened at the event, guys. Yes, we had our event on Saturday. Our signing with Damien Maffei, who you guys really know best for uh, the Strangers Pray at Night and Haunt. And we, uh, so yeah, so you know, I went down early, set us all up. Uh, Speakeasy Donut showed up with the Damien Maffei Donuts, which came out awesome. Uh, you can check them uh, out over on our social media as I posted them on there. But yeah, I mean, she did a killer job on those. Yeah, uh, the walk over there was a nightmare. Like it was Salem right now is like a zoo. Like it's, the amount of people on there on Saturday was out like obscene like you could not even move down the street um so that was an interesting uh scenario too as uh damien had to end up parking at our our house because i told him i was like there's no way you're gonna find parking like whatsoever so he left his house i think at like 11 a.m and it took him like over two hours to get here from like a half a normal what's a normally a 30 minute drive took him like two hours so um that yeah i i, I mean thank you damien for putting up with all that for sure um but yeah we and then he had his fucking like massive suitcase with all of his signing shit that i i graciously helped carry uh down to the fucking cobblestone streets of Salem, mm-hmm. which was a fun experience in and of itself. But I mean, Damien was amazing. Uh, just such like, like a humble, such a nice guy. He never complained once always had a smile on his face and was probably, I mean, I don't think we could have asked for a better uh, person to host the entire event. Um, yeah, but no, I mean, everything went off without a hitch. Um, I would say a successful event overall. Um, the signing went great. A lot of people came by, uh, the cool, the funnest thing was, well, Sam, if you want to tell them, I'll let you jump in here. You said what you thought was one of the, the cooler experiences with Damien at the sign. Um, so I, it was, it just made my heart happy because there were a few people that came in and they weren't even like, it's so, I think it's just being overwhelmed with Salem in general, that your mind just isn't like alert or aware. So they would come in and stroll around our table and they would see the banner. Damien's like 
right there in front of the banner. They would see the banner, be like, oh, I love that movie. Look at the table, see his prints. And they're like, oh, that guy's cool. And then I would be like, he's right there. Like Damien's here. And they're like, what? Whoa. And they would just be like, so surprised by it. And they were like, I didn't even know you were going to be here. Like you're one of my favorite actors. Like they were just so surprised. And they were like, this is so awesome. Like I had no idea. And he's like, yep that's that's me like just so casual and just like downplaying himself and I don't know it was just really sweet just everyone did they buy something yeah good Mm -hmm. yeah the majority of the people did there were some people I think who thought he wasn't charging for autographs and then like I'd be like ah yeah it's like this price and then they're like oh okay and then they just kind of walk off (laughs) um but you know it was great um it was a great event and another great thing was people actually were interested in our podcast too, not just Damien. Yeah, you know, like no yeah. offense, Damien, but there were a lot of times they were like, we have Damien here, blah, blah, seen as blah, blah, known as la, la, la. And they'd be like, so your podcast is a horror podcast? Like, I love horror and I love podcasts. I'll check it out. And Damien's yeah. like, all right, cool. And then if anytime Joe and I weren't at the table, I could hear Damien in the back, someone would talk to him and then they would ask Damien about the podcast and Damien's like oh yeah it's a horror podcast like take some stickers take some you know he would try to help us out too it was so nice Mm -hmm. and also Joe do you remember how old that kid was that wrote the letter to Silver Moon yeah he was um I think either 12 or 13 so there so Silver Moon Comics the owners Leslie Leslie and Chris they got a letter from this young kid who knew that Damien was going to be there. So they wrote this letter and they were like, "Can you please get Damien's signature cuz I'm not going to be able to go there obviously." And so she kept the letter and Damien read it and like wrote back a letter to the kid or whatever and it was just so cute. And then also there was another person who came by and they were like, oh, I've actually met you before. And Damien's like, oh, you have? Like, where did we meet at? And they were like, I was at the pool screening of The Strangers too. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And he was like, you're a little bit shorter, right? And they were like, yeah, and I also have this wig on. And so I was just letting them talk or whatever. But then after they left, Damien told me that this person, one of his fans, they had met him before they transitioned. And they told Damien that he inspired them to just kind of embrace like themselves and go ahead and transition and so Damien got to see them before and after which I thought was really it was really special you know it was cool yeah no it was great I mean there were great fans coming in all day and we really appreciate everyone that dropped by we really appreciate everyone that had any interest in our podcast you know people seem to love grabbing our stick people were really excited when they found out our stickers were free by the way um because i think a lot lot of free stuff a lot lot of people thought maybe you had to pay money for them or something so they're like oh wait these are free and we're like yeah i was like next time we're gonna have to put up a sign that says like free stickers i guess and stuff but yeah we appreciate every single person that dropped by um it was, yeah, it was a really uh, great time. And then we had the screening. Um, the screening went really well, uh, really well, uh, went well as well. Um, yeah, I don't know, Sam, you'll have to talk about that one, is, I guess, because I was up there at the end. I did the Q&A with Damien, which I was pretty nervous um, about. I don't know why, because like I had everything prepped and stuff like that, but I had never done something like that really before. Um, but I think it went well. Yeah, it went well. I mean, you're the one that, do, that was doing it, so... Yeah, I mean, you talk about it. How was it? Joe did. No, I mean, 
It was great. I mean, Damien was great. I asked quite a lot of questions we had. I would say the Q&A probably ran longer than I expected because we had a lot of audience questions. Um, but yeah, I mean, he was very forthcoming. He was not afraid to um, knock on certain projects he's done and whatnot, which was great, um, you know, because most, I think people would just kind of be nice about it and not like be honest. And he was completely honest, completely forthcoming. Uh, about What's his everything. favorite movie that he's done himself? Um, he said, I think it is Haunt. I didn't ask him specifically, but Haunt really does seem to be the one he, uh, he seems to gravitate towards. But he did mention that The Stranger's Prey at Night was the one that changed his life. You know, that is really what jump-started his career uh, into horror. Um, but I found it, he, like, he's so humble because, like, he kind of said, he's like, you know, like movies like The Strangers and stuff. He's like, I really don't even consider that acting because, like, I don't have any lines and stuff like that. But, I mean, you still have to, you know, do stuff. Like, you still, you know, you still have to you embody gotta move, you got a your character. Eyes, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he, that's just, he's like, how he short, is, though. Man. Yeah. He's very, yeah, he's, like, he was very, he's, he can be very, like, self-deprecating. Um, But that's just, like, the ty- type of person he is. But, yeah, I mean, it was a great event. We appreciate every single person that came out. And, uh we definitely plan on doing another one in the future. So stay up to date with us and uh, we'll let you guys know. So Steve, I'm not sure who we're more at risk losing to Damien, either it's Joe or Sam, because Joe's gushing too. So hey, I think it'll be a, an, <laughs> an interesting, mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> going on. you know, like when you see those curls and those eyes oh, here we go. and that smile in person, it's look just, at her. Dude. She's like falling into, Oh my God. It's just really life. Oh, I can see it. Uh, you yeah. have to mop, you have to mop up the room later, Joe. I, yeah, for sure. I know. I'm concerned when I leave tonight. She's gonna light some candles, I think. And you're gonna be like, is that Damien's car? My parking lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on. Uh, one more thing I want to know. Uh, how is the uh, was it Mafeletta burger from the crypt? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, the crypt. They made uh, the Damien Mafeletta burger, which was fucking delicious actually it's the i told kaylee after i was like this is the best thing you've made like that i've eaten so far from them um really really good they were very nice enough to bring um all of us uh some food over during the signing so uh, we really appreciate uh mm-hmm. them being a part of this too and so yeah shout I mean, out all to four, the crypt. yeah no, definitely. All, uh, shout out to all four of our local uh, businesses here in Salem, Cinema Salem, The Crypt, Silver Moon Comics, and Speakeasy Donuts. Uh, the four of them helped make this event successful, and we really appreciate it. And we, oh, and Uncle Boogeyman, who is a local yes. uh, Jason cosplayer who manned the door for us, uh, but he was actually Negan. He did uh, a Negan cosplay for it. Uh, but we really appreciate uh, all of them for helping uh, make this a successful event. So thank you so much to all of them as well so jealous like i really wanted to go but i couldn't unfortunately but they did announce uh over the last week that they're finally opening the border again so i will be able to come to the next event and i i will 100 percent do everything i can to make sure i'm there because i i I was so like god can come yeah it would be totally awesome to do yeah, I mean, I think the bet if like we were to do it around here again, I mean, obviously, Steve and Todd, if you guys ever wanted to do one in your area as well, we would love to come down there as well. But, you know, if we were to do it around here again, I think October probably is just the best time to do it just because of the amount of volume and the amount of people that come. So um, I think we'll definitely plan something for next October, at least in Salem. So, yeah, plan, save the dates, people, save for October anyway. So, 
plan for that. And uh, we have, we've already been in discussion, not like with anybody in particular, but just amongst us, some people that we maybe would consider having um, as guests. So yeah, should be uh, exciting. And hopefully we'll get another great guest for you guys. It's awesome. No, I really look forward to uh, being able to go next time. It'll probably be in Salem. I mean, my, my city's so boring. There, no one would fucking show up. You know? uh, so that's a problem. But Salem's a great place. And I was planning to visit anyway. So that's awesome. Uh, Todd, what are you been up to in the last week? I guess nothing as, as exciting, but nothing. No, I'm not hosting any celebrities or anything like that. Like the same right. Joe. Um, nothing, just, uh, you know, normal sports stuff with the family, like softball, baseball. So nothing too exciting. What? We just snap our losing like streak. That's exciting yeah. with fall season sports though. We did snap our losing streak for the girls, uh, softball. So that was nice. Um, big, uh, big ninth inning, five runs. So gotta love that. And, uh, that's about it. Awesome. Yeah. And I've been just decorating my house, watching a lot of horror movies, uh, plan to watch a lot more over the coming week. Cause now it's like pumpkin carving and that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, I watched. Some... Oh, I'm sorry, Steve. Somehow I ended up with eight pumpkins. Oh, damn. <laughs> usually I get four tops. I'm like, when the fuck do we get eight pumpkins? So yeah. A lot so of, how many lot of those carving. are you going to have to carve yourself? I'll eat of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I figured. laughs> Yeah. You can do it, Todd. Oh, my, my freaking wrist is going to be sore for sure. Carving pumpkins or? <laughs> uh, right wrist for pumpkin, left wrist for. Oh, all right. <laughs> Amazing. Um, all right. So usually at this time we do our question period, but they're 95% Halloween related. People, are, I think, are really excited about uh, hearing our thoughts on Halloween kills. I know I am excited to hear what everyone has to think about this movie because it's a it's definitely, there's a whole lot of movie here, but uh, how about we go into what watch first? So uh, anybody watch anything festive? I think we all rewatched Halloween, right? 2018? I did, yeah. Actually, we didn't. Did no? no, no, yeah, we didn't. We didn't. No. Um, Is it still good? It still holds up. Yeah, like the problems I had with it initially, I think everyone did with uh, the doctor kind of being like a little funky and that's still an issue, but this time I'm like, ah, whatever, I'm over it. Um... I like it, man. It's like, a, it's a good soft reboot. It's got a good amount of kills. Um, it's great seeing Lori. My only, my big issue that I found this time around though is, and then it kind of um, uh, bleeds over to Halloween kills is like Haddonfield isn't contained anymore. Like when they're at like a, a big restaurant and there's a lot of people and there's cars, it was just like, it seemed like it was a normal city, which hadn't like the 78 version seems like it's like the true small town. And this one, it kind of took me out of it. Like I, I, I love the like mystery of the small town that Haddonfield was, and this one like kind of expands it too much. Not so much in the 2018 version, but it starts there. Um, yeah, it's fucking pretty cool. So I still like it. Steve. Yeah, uh, we're we're gonna rate our rank the Halloween films, and it's I think it's gone up a little bit in my ranking. Uh, you know, when you watch it years removed. Uh, your expectations kind of temper and you you're you just see it in a different light and I, I I really had fun watching it like it's a it's a good reboot like uh, you know there are a lot of shitty Halloween sequels and I thought this was a you know it was a good one like I enjoyed watching it it's probably my fourth or fifth time since it's come out so yeah it's a good one um, but for my what watched I guess I'll start uh, Joe talked about it last week uh, and that's uh, The Muppets Haunted Mansion, which is a 2021 film over on Disney+. Plus. Uh, and I thought it would be interesting for me to talk about it because Joe looked at it from a Muppet standpoint, uh, whereas I'm more 
from a haunted mansion standpoint like i do like the muppets and i have seen a lot of their stuff but they're not like one of my big like fandoms so uh watching it from a haunted mansion standpoint i think i have a different perspective than joe had uh, last week uh so i watched it and i gotta say god damn this is a good fucking uh special like i really enjoyed it they reference pretty much every element of that attraction at some point throughout the movie and they do it in really clever and funny ways at times and I can see how somebody who isn't really well versed in the Haunted Mansion lore uh, I think there's a lot of jokes that might go over people's heads and it's unfortunate but I think there was enough for like people who aren't necessarily Haunted Mansion fans but there is a lot for people who are and I thoroughly enjoyed uh, the special now it's not perfect there are some jokes that didn't really land with me and stuff like that but I mean it's I'm also not the audience for it you know uh it, it is made to appeal to both kids and adults and I, I appreciate it I really enjoyed it and this is something I'll watch uh over and over again the voices were <laughs> uh pretty bad like compared to uh when you think of the Muppets and stuff like that but it didn't take me out as much as I thought it would be uh from it so that was uh, something and a lot of really cool cameos in this uh, movie, which is, and a lot of them blink or you'll, and you'll miss it cameos. So I, I highly recommend if you're a fan of the Muppets or the Haunted Mansion, uh, this one's to check out. So that's over on Disney Plus. Nice. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Hey, are you going to talk about the Undertaker thing? I really, I really want to uh, hear your thoughts. Yeah, on yeah, it. I could. I'll do okay. it on my next uh, watch. You okay. already had a vote, Joe. You missed it. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm sorry. I missed it. Uh, so Sam and I watched Haunt, of course, for our screening. So yeah. I figured we could we could talk about that. I actually watched it twice because I watched it before um, the event so I could prep for the interview. And then I watched it in the theater. Got the theater experience. First time ever seeing it in the theater. Um, and man, it's it's a really good movie. Like, and I'm not just saying that because we hosted Damien, but uh, it's a great movie to watch, especially this time of the year. It, you know, it takes place on Halloween and it just like has a really great like Halloween movie vibe. Like it's the perfect one to watch every year. The characters are all like really good. Like even like, you know, and Damien even uh, expressed this in the uh, Q&A that, like all of the characters, even like there's one character who's like a dickhead, but like he's like a lovable dickhead, you know, he's like one of your friends that's kind of like a dick, but like you have, you care about him. And so like all the characters, like, you know, you do care about and you do, you don't want to really see any of them die. So they do a great job with that. And the, uh, I mean, the storytelling is really good as well as like, there's this whole backstory with um, the main character and her abusive boyfriend and whatnot. So like, there's a lot of, there's like layers there. Um, on top of just a really solid, um, I don't know if I'd call it like a slasher movie, but I guess like it's the closest thing I would I would compare it to. But and then there's there's like this whole interesting um, backstory, like about well not backstory, but like what is going on with all of these characters when we get the big reveal. And I don't want to spoil it if you haven't seen it, but obviously there's like there's like this big reveal about uh, what's going on like uh, behind all of their masks, um, which. Maybe we'll see more. I don't know. Damien said he can't really disclose, but he said, keep your eyes peeled. There might be something going on within the haunt universe. I tried to uh, uh, pick it out of him during the Q&A, but he would not um, fully divulge. But uh, keep an eye. It it sounds like something may be happening um, with it, but it's a good movie and I I definitely recommend it. Was it on your top 10? I know it was on mine. 
I think it was in my, it was, I think it did make my top 10 that it year. didn't. Yeah. It didn't. I, okay. I listened to that episode Ooh. on my drive. Oh, okay. Got him. All right. This, it's, this it's, is it's, awkward. Todd's I the only check. one who had it at 10. Oh, good one. You, I, I think, I think I had it. I think I have it at a Damien three and a half. Fans. I think I have it at a three and a half out of five over on Letterboxd. Um, what year was it released? 2019 2017 was it 2019 yeah yeah we we were we were a podcast so yeah i'm gonna have to listen back and see like what i put over it i gave it a three and a half too three and a half yeah i think that's a pretty fair rating for it um yeah definitely yeah definitely better than hellfest oh yeah definitely yes do you would you like to (laughs) talk on it sam Um, I mean, I don't have much to add. Yeah, I've enjoyed watching it for, I think I've only seen it twice now. Um, some Damien fan I am, but um, it was good. And seeing it, I think, yeah, because seeing it in theater, I don't know, just I love watching horror movies on the big screen. It just makes it so much scarier. And there were even points in it where I jumped and I like kind of screamed and Joe was laughing at me, but two thumbs up. Nice. Two boners. Up. Two big boners for Sam. Uh, all right, my next one is a Shutter uh, class of 1984, which has been on my to watch list forever, and I've never seen it. And I saw it. I'm like, let's do it. Uh, this one is set in the 80s, and it's like kids pretty much run everything, right? A bunch of gangs take over the school, and they do whatever they want. The uh, the faculties, you know, can't do anything about it. In comes Mr. Norris, who's like, a, you know, from the a small town. He's like, I'm gonna fucking teach these kids, blah blah blah. So he comes in guns blazing. But he starts pissing off the local gangs, right? So it, it, this one, let me um, go back, isn't strictly horror. I say it's more on the lines of like a Death Wish kind of revenge kind of movie. Um, but anyway, these punk kids are like selling drugs or killing people. Mr. Norris gets fucking pissed off, fed up. He's like, I'm coming after you. So he almost gets this kid expelled. They end up raping his wife, which is a very bad scene. It's very out of place. And it's just, I hate those scenes. Um, and then like the revenge starts. Um, so I would recommend this movie if you're into like the 80s look and like the punk look and then if you want to see like a really well-deserved let's kill every motherfucker in this movie because they're pieces of shit I think you'll like this one so class of 1984 from 1982 over on Shudder I was going to talk about Hell Trip 2021 over on Tubi but I really don't have much to say about it Uh, it's a very generic slasher film uh, about students who you American students who go to Africa for a trip and this soldier guy like hunts them down so I would not recommend it but if you that's your kind of thing uh, check it out but uh, I do want to talk about the one that Joe mentioned uh, I watched Escape the Undertaker uh, which is a 2021 uh, experience more than a film over on Netflix so uh, the Undertaker is a WWE uh, pro wrestler, I retired now. Uh, he's been my favorite pro wrestler my entire life. He's the first celebrity I ever met outside of like local hockey people. Um, and I've been following his career my whole life. So when I when they announced that they were going to do an interactive film on Netflix uh, based on him, I got really excited. Uh, so in this one, the New Day, which is a trio of pro wrestlers, also in the WWE, who really like they have a lot of fun. They're they're like a really fun. A trio of people so they go to the mansion and they have to steal the undertaker's urn and uh, you choose your own adventure as to how you try to like get his urn and stuff and like obviously this is not made for adults like older people this is really 
made for uh, like like early teens i'd say would be like the target audience uh kids but it was still semi-enjoyable for like somebody who but as a big fan of the undertaker there were some unexpected moments like at one point i had one of the guys actually enter the undertaker's like lair inside the house and he's not there and all of a sudden he like pops out of the background and he's like he just made himself a sandwich and he's just like confused as to how someone got in his lair it's just there's a lot of like really goofy unexpected moments uh they do a lot of references to undertaker lore like uh they that you see stuff referencing to paul bear uh his brother kane uh kane's old alter ego uh, isaac gankum like there's a lot of really cool easter eggs if you're a wrestling fan uh if you're not a wrestling fan i would say to skip it because it's a lot of it is about pro wrestling you even though it has to do with this kind of scary, uh, spooky thing. But I do love the interactive stuff on Netflix. It's the second one I've done. I did the Black Mirror one uh, maybe two years ago. And I would say I had more fun with this one than I did with the Black Mirror one. Although the Black Mirror one was probably better. Uh, it, it was a fun experience, and I hope they do more of these things. Now that Undertaker is retired... I like that he's kind of just having fun with it and playing around with his old character and still kind of doing stuff. So if you're a wrestling fan, I'd say check it out. Uh, or if you have kids and want to do something interactive that's not too scary, I'd recommend it as well. But if you're neither of those, I would say skip it. So that's Escape the Undertaker over on Netflix. All right. I might check it out. We'll see. It's like it took 20, 25 minutes. So oh, okay. Well, that's it, nice. Yeah. It's, it's not right. a big like thing. So if All you right. have a little time to kill, I, I think you should try it out. At the All very right. Least. I'll give it a shot. I love like choose your own adventure stuff anyway. So yeah. It, I'm, that reminds me of uh, what was there was like a Black Mirror episode, right? That did that. Yeah. That, that's like? what, yeah. yeah it's, uh, mm -hmm. And and the thing that's good about this one is if you fail, like I fucked up twice, it's not yeah. like they make you start over. Uh, you can go back to like the decision before kind of <laughs> lovely yeah all right lovely um oh well before we get into the next thing i want to just mention that sam and i finally found the monster mash cereal i don't know if you guys are familiar with that but very excited i haven't tried it yet so i'll give a verdict next week on next week's episode um but yeah it's basically every single uh monster cereal combined so like count chocula blueberry Ooh, that's dangerous sounding yeah i know so i'm very excited to be a rainbow the box alone is awesome. That's like the main reason I even bought it. Cause like we like, we keep all of our Halloween cereals like year round on top of our fridge is just decoration. So, all right. Um, Sam, do you want to talk about the first episode of Chucky? I know we might actually cover like the entire series um, for this. We were discussing, but do you want to share your thoughts, Sam? Um, sure. So it's been like two weeks since we saw the first episode. So my brain's a little foggy, but, um, Okay, so we have uh, Chucky, you know. Uh, <laughs> Jake, our main character, Jake. Main character, Jake, who I think he's like maybe a freshman in high school. He's a young kid. He is an artist, kind of on the strange side. Um, he makes a lot. Of, he's working on an art sculpture that's made out of doll heads, and it's pretty cool looking. It's like, it's like... um. A sculpture of himself but it's made out of doll heads and his dad played by cutie devon sawa um is a drunk jerk pretty much and you know what joe i'm gonna let you take this one because i pretty much quick forgot question for you sam <laughs> yes. devon or damien right you know, now yeah i was asking i think joe and i were talking about that <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. Right now. Uh, Devin, Hunter, Hunter, and Damien from In Real Life last weekend. <laughs> oh, it's a tough one. Oh, right, really you heard thinking. it there. Sorry, Devin. Oh, uh, Steve, right. go ahead and cancel Devin for tonight. No! That's because she, she met Damien in person. Like, if she yeah. met Devin in person, I feel like she they would have the same sense of humor, though. I'm like, they would be fun to hang out with. Both at the same time, if you know uh, what I mean. Oh, um, right. Eiffel okay, Tower. back to check. So, what's the premise with this show? Is it like so? The premise is um, is a direct yeah. sequel. Let me answer that first. It's so sort of, yeah. but we haven't entered that realm yet. From what I've heard, it is going to be taking place directly after the last Chucky movie. So, which is Cult of Chucky. But we don't really get this in this pilot episode. This pilot episode focuses just on basically this um, kid, Jake, uh, 14, who it says on here he's 14 years old. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, I mean, this whole episode basically follows uh, how he acquires Chucky, which is he goes to a garage sale and Chucky's just there. We don't know why, really. They don't really explain it, but Chucky's just hanging out at this garage sale. I think he buys him for like $10 or something like that. And yeah, I mean, we followed the whole episode is following this kid, Jake, who basically is an outsider. He gets bullied a lot in school. Um, we come to find out he's uh, he's basically like um, a closeted um, homosexual. And that is um, kind of like the main, you know, like, basis i guess of why he's getting bullied a lot well one of the kids bullies him a lot for that um his cousin um and yeah i mean we so we follow him and we follow why you know him his outsiderness throughout and all of the bullying and basically chucky helps him essentially like uh, we we get to this like talent show where basically like chucky takes over and whispers in jake's ear and kind of helps out his bullying and whatnot um and I mean, I don't want to give too much away, but the way it kind of seems like it's going to go is Chucky is going to kind of um, train this kid, like, like almost him. to like, yeah, like mentor him to be like an, uh, the next killer or to like help Chucky kill. That's interesting. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it was a really good pilot. I will say that. Like I was pleasantly surprised. What? You hated it. No, I did not. What are you talking about? I, I didn't like, oh, man. No, I didn't like, um, my big issue was there was like only one kill and it was a boring kill. So I'm like, eh, they could have did better. If you're going to like, you know, you should have blew your load on a first episode with like an amazing kill or something like that. But instead it was like a very lackluster kill. I also did not like that Devin Sawa plays two characters. Um, he, plays <laughs> he plays himself. He plays the dad and he also plays the dad's twin brother, which I thought was really fucking dumb. Um, well, they're twins. Like I said, we're, right. one have a, yeah, one but have it's a mustache just, and one doesn't. It's like, yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> One has face hair. You know, I was in heaven too, Devin. <laughs> and you're like, oh. But it was like a, it was a good, it was a good uh, pilot. I mean, we did not get like Tiffany or um, what's that girl's name, Fiona Dorif's character, or like any of the characters from the and, old and movies. Alex is supposed to be in this too. Yes, Alex mm -hmm. does call at one point. Yeah, we, we do get have a phone a, call. yeah, we get a phone call from Alex calling this um 14 year old main character Jake being like. Where'd you get that doll from? Is his name Chucky and stuff like that? Like, be careful and whatnot. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we you, you don't get a lot here, but you get enough character development in here that I thought it was a, a pretty solid pilot. And Chucky was great in it. So I'm excited to see where it goes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Chucky was great in it. He looks good. Um, I'm excited for it. Yeah. I love it yeah. more than Joe. 
Yeah, I think you do. I think you did like it more than I did, but I, I it's still like a solid, uh, it was still like a really solid pilot. And Chucky looks great in it. Like he looks like the original good guy doll. Um, so you say or really sci-fi? Cool. Both. Both. Oh. It airs. It airs Weird. on both sci-fi and USA at the, the same time. So let's time. let's get everyone to watch it so it doesn't get canceled. <laughs> yeah. Hey, speaking well, this of getting canceled, Day of the Dead sucks ass. I heard so, that. Yeah, really? Let's get rid of that one. Yeah. It's terrible. And this week's Chucky episode is Halloween themed, so I think they were like a Halloween party. So I'm very excited to watch that. Did you guys watch it yet, either of you? Oh, I, I, thought, you? I thought we were going to review it, so I uh, I'm okay. holding off. Wait. You know? Okay. Yeah, we we won't we'll talk about it again if you guys want. We can and we can cover it in ten weeks or whenever the right. yeah. series and, ends. And just just so people know, we talked about doing what we do in the shadows season three as a review. But yeah. I, I don't know if you guys have been watching it, but honestly, hasn't been great. Uh, yeah, all that first episode. <laughs> yeah, it's just there are one or two episodes I really liked, but other than that, it's been really kind of okay. So yeah. I think we shift gears and decide to do Chucky instead. <laughs> Because uh, it's you know it's more towards horror and at least hopefully there'll be more to talk about. We can do what watched with shadows. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we can do so far yeah. definitely is pretty. I don't know. It's just like, okay. It's, it's lost like, it or something. Yeah, but... I don't know. yeah, I don't think it's bad or anything. But yeah, no. it hasn't. There's like it hasn't been like outstanding. Yeah, like it it's enjoyable for sure. Right. Yeah. yeah, but nothing yeah stands out. Are we uh, ready for trivia? Or is Steve so. thirsty for some coffee? Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. All right. Points are as follows. Steve and I are tied at 97 apiece because I believe oh. last week we had a question and Steve, it turns out, was like a microsecond ahead of Joe. So he tied it up. Joe, uh, second place, 93. Sam, 65. This is game number 40. Who? I'm just glad I'm not all the way back at 35. You're kicking butt. Mm-hmm. You're kicking a lot of butt. So who wants to go? Sam, first of all, do you have your questions ready? Yes, I do. Perfect. Who wants to go first? I also just realized we're ranking the Halloween movies tonight, so yeah, we, we, we only said it like four times. In the I know. <laughs> Where have you been? Go to yeah, Letterboxd. That has a really I'll easy I'll pull tool. that together in two seconds. Yeah. I can start us off tonight. Do um, All right. I Kayla did send questions, and I'll probably use one of them, but uh, when I was re-watching Halloween today, Ooh. I decided to pull out a couple of my own questions here, which I'm sure Mad you guys TV. probably already know them. I'm sure you already know McDonald's. Down. Todd's already got it fucking written down in his little notes. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. <laughs> okay, first question. What is the name of the road Michael's house is on? Cherry Lane. Mocking Jay. Mocking that's the monsters what did you guys think of speaking of that what did you guys think of uh rob zombie's big monsters it, it looks like the, the wish version of the monsters, the wish version <laughs> of the monsters. I just, I, i'm excited you guys are haters uh, i'm I'll good if sherry moon's allowed to be corny because when she tries to be serious it always it doesn't usually work so she's like baby from corpses i think it'd be fine i mean is it gonna be a horror movie though or is it gonna be a comedy that's what i want to know Mm, I don't know. Guess we'll see. Yeah. We have no idea what it's gonna be. 
No, no. He's, no very, yeah. he's playing a very tight, like close to the the, the vest, the chest here. Hmm. Um, yeah. so we'll I'm see. curious enough, though. I I I will check it out. That's yeah, for sure. For sure. Buckingbird. No. All right. Now it's mentioned. It is mentioned in this uh, in Halloween Kills. But yeah. So Michael's Avenue. Yes, Big John, Little John. (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah. No. Michael's childhood house is on Lampkin Lane. Yeah, I would not. I was close. (laughs) You were there. You you had it. All right. Uh, These are from Kayla. Uh, A group of young people are guided through an abandoned radioactive area in Russia. What movie is this? Oh, Chernobyl Diaries. Uh, uh, Joe? Joe got it. Yeah. All right. I only said I only said Chernobyl. That's the show, not the. Yeah, but who's the pop star that's in it? Jesse McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Really? Yeah. That's a decent film. Yeah. Oh. Can you sing us oh, a song? I don't even. I don't want another pretty face. I just want you and your beautiful soul. <laughs> hey, I've never heard that song or heard her name. <laughs> <laughs> You've never heard that song? Is she the main blonde chick at the end? It's a boy. It's a guy. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. <laughs> never mind. See, that shows how much I know. All right. All right, Sam? All right. My questions also come from the lovely Kayla. The Kaylister. All righty. Mine are not Halloween themed, so shocking. Who wrote the 1981 film An American Werewolf in London? John Landis. Yeah. All right, point for Todd. Hey. I think you and Kayla are working together. Oh shit. Controversy. Maybe. Yeah, she's working with anyone with Steve, Canadian love. As we're getting closer to the end, some of the people sending us questions are like admitting who they're favoring. <laughs> Well, no one's voting for me because no one wants to see me three peat. So, like, I kind of have like a half to yeah. win. So I can be like, ha ha. Right. Uh, all right. So, mine are all from Kayla as well. So, thank you very much to Kayla. It's Kayla. Uh, all your favorite uh, type of question here. It's a tagline. Oh, fuck. It's either that or a character name. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, no, tagline. You guys ready? Uh-huh. Yes. The scariest movie in Earth. Oh, welcome to Earth. Uh, the cave. Oh, you guess so. Thank you. I have another opportunity if everyone goes. The scariest movie on Earth? In Shut Earth. up, Joe. Don't ask again. And oh. Earth? In, in Earth. In. In Earth. Scariest movie in Earth? Yeah. Don't you fucking say is it. Is it as as below, above, or whatever that no, shit is? No, it's not. It's a great movie, though, but no. As as above, as so, so below. As above, yeah. I think that one's like the only way out is up or in or something like that. Yeah, War really... of the world. War of the worlds. Wrong. Todd, you got it. I Sam, got it. does Sam have a guess? She did. I already guessed. Oh, is it the descent? Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's what I was. I, I, I knew you had it. Like, <laughs> when you said the cave, I was nervous. I was, like, oh, I was nervous. Yeah. Oh my god. I, I was either uh, Sanctum was I a cave movie. Think of or the cave. The cave's cool. I like the cave. <sighs> I give up. Oh, Joe. Oh, I gave myself 99 points on accident. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I was like, okay. what the hell? I'm like, I don't have 196 points. Yeah. <laughs> Back to me? Or yep. do you? <laughs> All right. There we go. All right. All right. Be quick on this one because I know, you guys, right. Are gonna, I know you guys are ready for it. Knife. Dwayne. I don't know what Dwayne is. Firefighter. What is the name <laughs> of the bat Tommy uses? Uh, The Huckleberry. fuck Huckleberry. I think Sam said it first. All right. To the tape. But I'll get to Sam. All right, to the tape. 
but I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty it, sure Sam said correct, it first. The correct answer is I think I said I think I said fucking Huckleberry. She said it's Huckleberry. <laughs> I'm gonna get you. She's coming yeah, for me. Yeah. It's actually old Huckleberry, but I will accept Huckleberry. Uh, all right. What sci-fi horror film does a black hole unleash its evil upon the cast? Oh, uh, oh fuck. this is Yen. Incorrect. The no. hole. Incorrect. I know this movie, but I can't think of channel your inner sure. nerdness. I know. I left out the, the actor. The core? No. No. Black, black hole. A black hole? In space. Oh, black hole. I, I know of this movie, but I can't. Everyone knows this movie. Everyone's... Pitch black? No. How is it? Ever... No. No. Say it again. Um, what sci-fi big... horror film does a black hole unleash 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 sorry it's evil upon the actors i, I don't think it's event horizon you get a guess attack yeah. from outer space your guess is event horizon steve yeah fuck yeah it is it's, i don't i don't steve? i don't remember that i don't either yeah <laughs> Good job, steve. no how do you not what do you mean you don't remember that they go in the black hole the spaceship oh that's right I, I just remember them. Or they, they go in a... Because I'm thinking of Dead Space. <laughs> she might have worded this one a little bit weird, but yeah. I think they go in a wormhole. Yeah. But anyway. Kayla, she has okay. corrected this before, so I'm sure she'll correct this again. Well, I got the answer, so it's all good. Yeah, it's <laughs> She's like, I don't give a fuck. Right. <laughs> uh, Sam. All righty. In the movie Predator, what substance conceals the character Dutch from the creature? Mud. All right, Todd. Oh, 100 points. Oof. 100 points. Burr, burr, burr. I think Damn, that's what you finished with last year. Last year. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and it was a mercy point you gave me for... Okay, so it's confirmed. Kayla Romero and question. Todd are working together. <laughs> I know. All right. Tobin Bell said this movie was one of his favorite horror movies. Ooh. Saw. The hand that rocks the cradle. Oh, he's... he's no. <laughs> I know he's in Saw, but I thought it was like right. a trick or something. I'll give you guys a hint. You gotta show... be a fan of yourself. Sure. Psycho. No. Psycho. So it's a Rosemary's movie from... Baby. Uh, I'll give you the year. It's from 2005. Oh. 2005. Hostel? No. Sam and I are on the same page, though. The know. Hills Have Eyes. That's 2006. No. <laughs> okay. 2005. That's the year I graduated uh, high school. Cabin Fever, I think, was 03, so that can't be it. Hostel was 05. He said no. I'll give you guys one last pretty big oh. hint. All right. Do you have something, Joe, or no? No, no. Uh, we mentioned it at some point during this episode. Oh, shit. This episode already? Yeah, so I'll give you guys one last guess each. I'm pretty sure, yeah, we mentioned it. The Descent. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Joe digging deep. I was going to say it, but I said, I say it, doubted myself. I was going to say The Descendant. <laughs> Isn't that a movie? Is that a Disney Channel movie? Uh, yeah, it's, it's a series. Yeah. It's like yeah. four of them. I watched all. Yeah. Also, in the name of times. a band. But that's one of the kids of the villains, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's terrible. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Who knows? It is. <laughs> I watched them. I watched the first one. It was really bad. <laughs> I've seen them. I've seen them all. All right, who's that? I believe uh, Joe. Yeah, Joe. Yes. Last round. All right. Or Halloween. Jamie Lee Curtis, hmm. dressed as her mother. Psycho. Janet Psycho. Lee, hold on, folks. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis dressed as she her mother. She did it to Janet, the premiere of Halloween Kills. Just yeah, as, as her, yes, for the premiere of Halloween Saturday. Kills. A blue dress. It was very nice. Long wig. Yes. 
There's a great tribute <laughs> to her mother. A million likes. So my question is, Marion what Cream. installment of Halloween did Jamie Lee Curtis and Janet Lee star in together? Uh, oh, H-O. Correct. <laughs> I believe it was Todd. It was oh. definitely Todd. Great question, Joe. Oof. Thank you. One on one, baby. Well, that's for Kay- Kayla. That was my Kay- that was Kayla. That's, that's a question. great question, Kayla. All right, here's a classic one. I need two answers for one point. Um, two priests that performed the exorcism on Reagan and the Exorcist. Father Karras and um, Damien. <laughs> Damien. No, wait. That's oh. the same. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Karras and. Car- Father oh my Karras. God. I, why do I always forget his Is name? Is this even your question, Todd? Yeah. They got one of them. Father Karras and. Uh, Father Karras and Father Flores. No. Oh. Still it, Sam. Still it. <laughs> Father Karras Father Marin. and Father, Father, Marin. Yeah, Marin. Father yeah, Downing. Yeah. No, Joe got it. God, it's so obvious, too. It's like, <laughs> Those are hard. Those are the hardest ones. Sometimes. Names, man. Fucking names. Yeah. Are like... <laughs> okay. Joe coming up on Steve's booty hole. Yeah. All right. Better watch out. I need to start drinking again. I really got to <laughs> unleash your power. This, this water bullshit. <laughs> All right, Sam, what you got? Okay. The thing arrives at Outpost 31 in Antarctica, Antarctica. No. <laughs> as what animal? A dog. dog. Uh, t- Joe said it first. Oh, you said Todd first, motherfucker. You changed it. Well, what kind oh, of dog? Uh, uh, a uh, husky. All right, Joe got it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Coming down to dog breeds now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I need to rewatch I, that. It's, it's been a minute. Oh, it's so good. Did you get that figure? Uh, uh, yeah, I did. The, the um, McCready one. Yeah, I did. Yeah. It's pretty cool. The sculpt could be a little better on his face, but it's still a cool figure. All right, so I did not know the answer to this, but I'm only giving you each one guess. Oh, oh shit. And it's got to be exact. Oh, shit. Cannibal Holocaust. Cannibal Holocaust. No, no, no. It's because <laughs> Cannibal Holocaust has how many unofficial sequels? Oh, that's a great Three. question. Two. Seven. You're all wrong. <laughs> it's actually six. No, nah, how's Cannibal, Cannibal, Cannibal Ferox one of them? Cal- yeah, Ferox. She, she didn't name what they are, yeah. but I didn't know there were that many unofficial sequels. So no, that's crazy. Darn. All right, Todd, point it oh. out. Okay, big night for me. Big night for Joe. Four apiece. Sam and Steve with one, which brings our totals to me one hundred and one. Steve ninety eight. Joe ninety seven. Sam sixty six for week forty. I have a bonus question. Oh, boner. Oh, scratch those. <laughs> Okay, out of everyone that was in the new Halloween Kills movie, Big John, Little John, <laughs> who are the best characters? Out of everyone in the Halloween movie, who do you think reposted question? My, reposted my Insta story? I already know the answer though. Fine, Kyle Richards. Joe. Anthony Michael Hall. It was Anthony Anthony Michael Hall. So shout out to you, sir, for for liking the fans, for appreciating (laughs) us. So my uh, standings do stand. (laughs) Okay, wait, wait, I have a bonus question as well. Never mind. How many questions did I ask Damien at the Q and A? Sam doesn't even know that. She gets she gets five points. Go. Sam Sam was fall Sam was sleeping. I saw her. I was not sleeping. Don't lie. (laughs) <laughs> all right so what are we we had halloween kills now yep 
let me find the official synopsis here. All right, Halloween Kills 2021, the saga of Michael Myers and Laurie Stroke continues in the next thrilling chapter of the Halloween series. That is a terrible synopsis. It's like a tagline. Um, all right, so this one picks up pretty much exactly where we left off in 2018. In the end of that movie, um, Laurie and her daughter Karen, as well as the granddaughter Allison, have trapped Michael Myers in the basement of Laurie's house. It's on fire. We got him. We win. Um, and then, you know, the fire department's coming to put it out the blaze and she's pissed off because she's in the truck that picked her up. She's like, let it burn, let it burn. Before that, we're treated to a little flashback to 1978, where we are introduced to a new police officer character. And we have a little bit of Officer Hawkins, who's played by Will Patton, I believe, in the first movie and this one. And uh, we get a little backstory of him and why he's so ornery in his old age. And that's like a pretty big plot point throughout this movie um so we're sure you have a little flashback of what happened because if you recall um the original halloween 2 isn't canon anymore so they had to retcon that and make a new halloween 2 which is michael is basically just knocked out and arrested by a bunch of cops and loomis is going to execute him however hawkins as a young deputy um prevents this from happening and now Hawk hawkins lives with it like man i should just let loomis execute michael this never would have happened um fast forward back in uh 20 18, 2019, whenever this movie set place. And um, Michael Mars gets rescued by the fire department. Um, and then he goes on his rampage, killing all the firemen, killing cops, and just going around town looking for more victims. Um, I'll leave it at that because it's, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. You know, we're introduced to a lot of characters that uh, come back from the original. Uh, we have a really cool, I thought, Dr. Loomis impersonation. That was great. Um, but then we also had Tommy Doyle. Um, we had, uh, what's the little girl's name? I forget. Lindsay Wallace. Lindsay yeah. Wallace is back. The nurse from the opening in the 78 version that has a, her car stolen. She's back. They're all in a bar and uh, <laughs> fucking Tommy Doyle. He start. okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it at that because I'm not getting into the bad stuff yet. Um, yeah, so I'll leave it at that. So what did you guys think? <laughs> okay, well, first I have a question before we get into it, into it. Into so it, Joe and I saw it in the theater and- Steve and Todd saw it at home. I saw it in the theater. It's not available at home in Canada. Steve saw it in theater too? Yep. Start again. Yep. <laughs> You've ruined my theory then. <laughs> what do you think? That people that saw it at home didn't like it as much? I really do think that that affected it a lot. I, I heard that I think theater it, goers were like laughing hysterically at like a lot of the bad stuff and no one took it seriously. I mean, not, that's, not at our theater not anyway. Yeah, not all of them. I, I will say my opinion changed after i watched like watching it in the theater was a different experience than watching it at home i think that's a fair assessment with any movie though um just because it's on a bigger screen I, the, I, everything's louder and but i, I will the, say yeah for me for me it's opposite with like movies like the conjuring i i'd rather them be watched at home because there's like zero distractions i can turn off all the lights there's no like usher walking around there's no people chewing i'd rather watch like a, a scary scary movie at home, but big like spectacles of Michael Myers would be pretty cool. Mm -hmm. All right, so I, that's all. I'll zip it for now. All right, I I guess I'll start us off here because I know this is going to be quite a discussion. Um, God, you know, I I didn't love 2018. I, I you know I still thought it was like a, a a decent enough movie. Um, so my expectations going into this were, were none really. Like, I, I mean, I was excited for it, but like, I was, you know, I was like, eh, we'll see how this goes. Cause I didn't love 2018. Um, and you know, I'm glad I watched it a second time, honestly, cause I, 
I had mixed feelings on it and I needed to uh, see how I felt after a second watch before I gave my full thoughts. And this is, this is a mess of a movie in a lot of ways. Um, there, but it's, there's a lot to like here too. Like, so I, I, I leave, I leave myself very conflicted in a lot of ways. Um, you know, there's things I like in this and there's things I dislike a lot in this. Um, well, start with the likes. What'd you like? Okay. So I, I loved the opening to this movie. I love the flashback scene with, um, you know, seven going to 78 and seeing, you know, Michael walking around town and getting some backstory with that and seeing, Loomis was awesome and I think they did great like I thought everything was really really cool in that flashback scene um so and I so I love that um and then we get to um you know we flash forward you know I loved Michael going fucking ape shit uh I, I mean in general Michael is the star of this movie without Michael's ramp I obviously Halloween Kills now makes a lot of sense for that title because Michael goes on an absolute fucking killing spree in this movie. And without that, this movie is is trash, quite honestly. Um, that saves this movie for me. If Michael just kills five or six people, uh, this movie would have been, in my opinion, maybe one of the worst in the franchise. But th- the brutalness, the unrelenting, the he's like just so brutal, so unrelenting, does not give a fuck in this movie. And I love it. Like, it reminded me a lot of the Rob Zombie version of Myers in a lot of ways, which maybe that's why people were really are really hating this. Um, but I loved it. I love the brutalness. When I go into a slasher movie, I want to see as many kills as I possibly can and as brutal as I as it can be. For me, that's what makes a slasher movie. And that to me, that is what saves. Um, this movie is Michael Myers alone. Um, now there's a lot of bad, like the, the diet, this movie is shockingly, the writing in this movie is shockingly bad. Wait, why don't you save the bad stuff? Shockingly I think we got a lot of bad, bad. stuff. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, so I'll just say acting and writing very poor Michael and cinematography flashbacks and stuff. Great. And I'll leave it at that for now. So overall you enjoyed it though. Um, mixed. I mean, but overall, yeah, I guess maybe a little more enjoyable than hating. Samsonite. I'm overwhelmed with emotion. Okay, so just to remind all of the listeners, I'm not one to be super demanding of a horror film. I know that that's stupid because it's like, oh, if you're a horror fan, then you should be. So I just take the movies as they are and move on with my life because it literally makes no sense to shit to take a big old steamy shit on it like they don't care they're billionaires no one cares about your opinion no one cares what you're writing to your grandma on facebook no one cares but you're gonna care about my opinion my no, grandma joking. cares <laughs> Um, okay, so I was really excited to see it. I didn't read much about it just because I wanted to be surprised, didn't want any expectations. And we also saw it like in a Dolby cinema theater. So it's like super loud. The fucking seats vibrate. And guys, I was afraid for my life. Michael Myers is my absolute favorite and I have not been afraid of him in such a long time until this movie. I... I like screamed I jumped I said a lot of like oh damn oh shits oh hell knows and I was just like 
Michael, are you a little too brutal for me right now? Like this is a little too brutal, which I loved, but I was just expecting, I was like, if someone walks out of the theater, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I liked all of the kills. Like I loved it until I started seeing everyone else's opinions, ripping it apart. And then I told Joe, I was like, am I blind? Like, what did I miss? Because I enjoyed it. I know that there's, it seemed like it was cheesy for people, but I have, I have my whole theory of why they're like still hanging out with each other and all of that stuff. But I, I wish Lori was in it a little bit more. Um, I liked the kills. I liked the flashbacks. The score was amazing, which duh. Um, but I really enjoyed it. And I will say watching it at home, it changed my, not my opinion about it, just like the feeling of it. I was like, distracted at home just the kills didn't come across the sound didn't come across as well as it did in the theater and i i don't know i just i feel sorry for whoever watched it at home because you gotta get the sound system girl we all know that well i don't have that todd all we have is just a tv no that's where you're doing yourself injustice i would definitely know like i want to know like the screen was so big literally (laughs) it was like i was in a dark ocean and michael myers was like jaws swimming around me the whole time that's how i felt watching it in the theater like it was such a cool scary experience but at home i was i'm glad you had a good time like honestly like i'm glad like just because people have different opinions doesn't mean it's bad or good either way right i'm glad you had a good time though steven Steven. Steven. <laughs> Feels like I'm in trouble. <laughs> yeah. jo- Joseph. Joseph. Stop chewing. Um, yeah, so it's basically the same feeling uh, as what uh, both Sam and Joe said. Um, I like I, I had a good time watching it in theater. Uh, Michael Myers was such a fucking delight in this movie. Like his brutality and the, his unrelenting just psychotic nature and it was just awesome to watch i love the kills in this movie uh there's just a lot about him that i really enjoyed but like joe said everything else was just riddled with fucking problems it's almost like this was uh you know like a fan wrote it you know like a just just someone put it on the internet and they're like oh we'll pluck it out of there that that seems like a good Halloween film you know it's like fanfic almost um it just a lot of it didn't work it felt very forced very just too too much pandering and too much fan service and yeah there are just a lot of issues but from what but I still came out like having had a good time watching it you know despite a lot of issues which we're gonna get into and it and I know this is kind of the way it's designed to be but it felt like half a movie you know uh it's really clearly uh the second of a three-part series three-part story and that kind of hurt it a little bit too because like Lori felt pointless you know uh in this movie it's like she phoned this one in but i know that that's maybe by design but anyway so but i want to get into the bad stuff yet but overall I, i enjoyed myself watching it just there are a lot of issues with this film yeah, I mirror all that stuff about Michael. He was like a fucking avalanche, you know? He was constant. I really like, I, I dug that absolutely. Like, I agree with Sam. This is the most imposing he's been since Rob Zombie's versions. Um, No one was safe. You know, the old dude, too, that he was just knife. Got a knife on the knife. Stabbed him. I'm like, damn, Michael's fucking crazy right now. But 
I, it didn't save the movie for me. Like Michael Myers is great, but like, like I said, so many issues, but, oh, I wish they would have, he would have tore Cameron's head off, like literally tore his head off. Cause that would have been so cool. Uh, cause he deserved it. Plus he was wearing a skirt the entire movie and that sucks for that character. Cause they couldn't change your pants. Um, but yeah, my good is Michael Myers and the flashbacks, like you guys said. And I like the actor that played a uh, homeboy that did, has made a couple of movies. I know, Joe, you saw the Wolf of Snow Hollow. Uh, oh, yeah, Jim that's Cummins. right. Yeah. I, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I really like that actor. I don't like the retconning that they did in the flashbacks, though. Like Hawkins, like, why are we caring about him? They could have easily done like a Sheriff Brackett, even though they had him in this movie, I know, but he was more of like a look at, we, have, we got Sheriff Brackett in this movie. Um, so I didn't like the whole, like, Hawkins is the worst fucking shot of all time. Um, Everyone's the worst shot of all time. I know, time but like, movie. literally, Michael Myers <laughs> has the dude, and he's over his left shoulder, and then Hawkins shoots the cop in his right shoulder. What? Like, well, it's stupid. That's just a minor nitpick. Um, but I, you know, I would have loved to see more Loomis, and it felt like a lot of this should have been in the first movie, because my, and we can get into problems now, is like, my main, one of my main issues is like, the story stops so often for the character to tell another story like it was so jarring to me like i have i have it written down written down that like nine times in this movie someone stopped to tell a story flashback then you have tommy doyle's yearly speech which tommy doyle in this movie seems like an intention whore like you know he's going to the party every year and killing the mood by doing the same speech (laughs) tommy get over yourself you're not special all you did in the first movie is run like a little bitch lori took care of you shut up and then we got story time with the Johns. I hated the big Johns. I hated little John. They were so out of place. Like, I did not understand. Like, their lines were so stupid. I got this knife. Well, I got this knife. Shut the fuck up. The other one. And then we go to another story. Stories with Lori and Allison. Then another story. Lonnie. Why do we care about Lonnie all of a sudden? He was nothing in the first movie. They literally had him, Loomis, saying, get your ass away from there, boy. That was it. And we had a little Easter egg in the first one where uh, uh, Cameron is like, the Lonnie's his dad. I'm like, well, that's a cool throwback. But now we have to make him a main character, like a, a main side character. So we got his story. Then Lori and Hawkins. Hawkins literally got stabbed four or five times and then run over about 45 minutes ago in the in the time lapse in this movie, right? And then he's in the bed with a little fucking patch on his neck and he's talking like nothing's wrong and he's spitting game at Lori too. Hawkins is a tough motherfucker. But like, seriously, we, we thought he was dead in the first one, right? And then Cameron finds him and he's bleeding out. Like he's fucking bleeding out. His fucking vein is pulsing. And then he has a little patch. Then we get another story time with Lori. I mean, with the two big Johns again, we're back in their stupid house. Oh, and we caught the initial scene as him dancing to his record was fucking dumb. And then we go back to Hawkins who tells another story. All right. So that's my story times, nine story times. And then we have the morgue. Hospitals are not run like that. You do not have access to a morgue with dead, <laughs> naked bodies. And you allow the mother of the child in the first movie to walk by and see her dead son, where she doesn't know where her son is, but she's allowed to walk by the morgue and peek in. Oh, that's my dead son. The what? Give me a fucking break, filmmakers. I got three stupid lines here and then I'll stop. I'm not going to stop. I'm, I'm on a roll right now. We're looking for people that care. Shut the fuck up, Tommy Jarvis. Shut your fucking mouth. Because the cops just lost like four deputies. They, you don't think they don't care? We need your stupid baseball wielding ass. And he's walking around like he's the toughest guy in town. Shut the fuck up. Once again, you didn't do anything. You were like six years old. Shut up. The boogeyman is at large. He's an apex predator. Once again, shut the fuck up. And my last stupid line, let me take his head as he takes mine. I forget who says that. I think it's fucking Karen. What does that even mean? She's going to go down swinging, I guess. Like, I... 
And then the standout, stu- standout stupid moments I put down here, Hawkins, once again, he stabbed a bunch of times. He's fine, though, the next scene, um, trying so hard to make Tommy Doyle tough. And then there's this one scene where Lori literally had open fucking stomach surgery. And then she's, like, running around town, and she, like, falls in the hospital, and, like, her guts are almost hanging out. And then the very next scene, she's, like, in that scene, she's, like, screaming and shit. And the very next scene, she's brooding at the door again. Like, she's, like, fine, perfectly fine. Like, do we, what's going on here? Um, yeah, and then the Can fucking, just... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I, lo- I love, no, I love, no, it. I love this time. rant. I love this rant. Go ahead, keep going. <laughs> no, and, and then, okay, I, I heard the argument, and I understand that, okay, this is kind of like from Michael's perspective, like, we're the monsters to him. Fuck you. He's a serial killer. No, I don't like that. And we're looking at the stupid, um, the the poor fucking lost soul, the, the, saint, the asylum guy that was being hunted. Mm-hmm. Are we serious? This guy's like five foot four, three fifty. Michael's six five, two hundred. We're confusing these two people. Are you fucking kidding me? And we're doing a chant. I'm like, this movie, like, it, it, I know. I'm, to touch on what Steve said, like a fan wrote it. I would argue that someone that had seen the movies and thought, oh, it would be better if we did this. Not a fan at all. Like someone that just thought they could do better by throwing shit in with kills and then like making it a joke because like he turned the whole story in my opinion into one big joke because Lori was mistreated or mishandled i don't give a shit about allison like she's supposed to be the new Lori, right but it's like i don't care about her i totally forgot about her karen is like thrown away and then now we have a new subplot where he likes to look through his sister's window when when did that happen so like everything added to this movie to change it like completely ruined it for me I'm, I was on board when I saw the first one, like, oh, all right, they're going to do a new trilogy. That's cool. And then when they made this one, I'm like, you know what? The true trilogy is still going to be one, two, and H2O. Because this, this new direction, it, it fucking plain sucks, in my opinion. So rant complete. Thank you for letting me speak. No, I, that was great. Can we, man, one of the, the silliest scenes in the whole movie, too, is, well, first of all, like, Lori's dialogue in this at times is just downright, like, ridiculous. Um and it's so what a wasted opportunity. First of all, we don't get like one scene with her and Michael like at all. Like they, they, he could have like at least shown up to the hospital or something. Did you, you hear know? about or, the final scene that was supposed to be shot for that? No. So spoilers. I'm obviously don't watch listen to this if you haven't seen Halloween Kills. But at the end, when Karen is killed, he's uh, Lori was supposed to call Karen. Michael's supposed to answer her iPhone and breathe into it <laughs> and that was supposed to be their scene i'm like okay i mean honestly that i would have accepted that because it would have been like a callback to uh when she called uh linda in the first movie there and michael's breathing like over the phone okay. so He's would, you know iPhones. but and it wouldn't surprise me because like selfie I, with the body i i agree with the fan fiction thing steve said because that was when we left the theater that was like the first thing i said to sam was like this felt like a fan fiction movie um in a lot of ways because like my god how many fucking characters can you of cr- from the first movie can you cram in here and they're also like unfucking necessary and they're obviously terrible actors like all of them like it's like and they, they all have their fucking like one-liners like Oh hey Michael, everyone it's Halloween. Everyone's a tell the one good scare, you know, brackets little thing there. I'm like, yeah, really? he's he's a good actor too in the first one. It's like yeah, it's the line. It's, it's the line. Right. Sure. And the honestly, the nurse, I mean, she's she was just terrible. Like, get her out of there completely, please. She's not necessary whatsoever. It, it would make sense for me that Tommy and Lindsay are hanging out 40 years later, but now they're hanging out with a fucking nurse that they like probably never met in their entire okay, life. Okay, but wait, okay, <laughs> I need to pop in. Okay, you guys are not forgetting how it is for small towns in real life. 
they would totally be hanging out because Lindsay and Tommy, obviously Tommy's trash. Like he totally turned into white trash. Sorry. Um, which I really hate that they took it that way, but whatever. They would totally be hanging out and also with the nurse. Like if I was a victim of Michael, I would do the same thing because I I would understand with her. Like I would be connected with her. So yes, I would be hanging at the bar every Halloween watching Tommy's speech. Like it's small town. They don't, people, like some people get stuck in a small town and that's like their family. That's like their life. So that is realistic to me. Like, okay. I'm just I, saying. I, I, mean, I, sec- I second that. that that's- they could have a support group outside that we don't know about. So okay. Yeah. Except for Tommy um, saying the Maybe same they're not hanging out year. all the time, but it's probably their like holiday that they meet up once a year just to stay in touch and see how everyone's doing. Like that is all totally right. believable. Hey guys, to me. watch me do this speech again that you've heard for the last 30 years. I'm going up. Okay. <laughs> uh, whatever. I'll accept that. But Tommy Doyle single handedly almost like pretty much ruins this movie. His character is fucking awful. I hate everything about the Tommy Doyle character in this movie. I can see why they didn't bring back the original actor because they made Tommy Doyle like the like basically like one of the main characters in this movie. And that whole fucking storyline is is awful. Like it, there's not one redeeming thing about that storyline. The evil dies tonight thing. Worst fucking thing, like in the it, it is like I rolled my eyes and cringed. I'm like, who the f- like who wrote this? Like, like, like it's just like who keep they they fucking said it so many times. It just became like a running joke. That um, and the boogeyman. They said the boogeyman constantly. I mean, I'm okay with the boogeyman shit because like he is like he's basically taken on full boogeyman role in this movie, which I dug. Um. But my God, and then like Lori fucking like doing her fucking injection on herself. Like she like, like she takes like the fucking adrenaline and is like, ah! That was a fuck like, ton <laughs> of medicine. I'm like, she's got OD. <laughs> and they would it's not like, leave, what they wouldn't this? leave the vial in the room. It was but right I next just... to the morgue, Sam. It was right next to the open morgue. And they're just allowed to go in and out. Yeah, but it's a, it's a small town. It's a small town. But it maybe. wasn't a small town anymore. They like, they blew it up. They have an olive garden now. So it's, it's legit. <laughs> Wait, do they have an olive garden? I, I just assumed in the first movie they're in no, olive garden. No, Todd, come on. <laughs> oh, man. Well, and you yeah. guys have to think, like, even us fans, we talk about Michael as pure evil, the boogeyman. So why can't they talk about him like that? Why is that so cheesy? Which no, I, I get what you're saying, but I'm just asking, like. But would, would us in the same group keep saying that for the last 40 years you got to look at it like that way like if we were all four of us survived michael we would be like hey man remember the boogeyman oh yeah fucking do your speech because you don't want to say his name (laughs) i was like fucking michael hey we should go execute mike i don't know i i see but also with tommy's character like i know that people aren't a fan of tommy and how he was in the movie but there are literally people like that everywhere who don't ask questions and just assume and charge and attack and it's like that is real life i'm just saying no i i don't think the mob mentality um like storyline was like a terrible idea but it's just the way they executed it like it just was executed like shit like they it, they could have done a good job with it, but it just did not work for me at all. It, it reminded me of the mob in The Simpsons. Like that's how ridiculous <laughs> the mob was. You know, like they're they're fighting over essentially nothing, and when they're chasing that guy, that like other uh, you know five in, foot four, in, 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 yeah, the inmate. That made me so sad. I cried when he jumped. See, I I, I but I thought I laughed. That, that guy so, probably did something on. too, right? Like 
he was in that facility. He was on the prison bus. He, yeah, I mean, he was on a prison bus. I mean, who knows what he that guy did. So. Yeah, but he was obviously, like, mentally ill. Like, right. it, they just had so many aspects in this movie that they were trying to, which I get because it's, like, real time, especially with Halloween 2018. It was all about how Lori has survived this trauma and how she's, like, a survivor. So it was, like, focused on the trauma, which I get because that was still big now. But, I mean, that was that kicked off a few years ago now it's like the mob mentality because everyone just wants to like attack cancel don't ask questions so it's I get where they're coming from and why it has happened like this but I also get what you guys are saying where it's just like a lot I laughed when uh when one of the characters is like this is for Dr. Loomis like why the fuck do you care about Dr. Loomis like, that, that, that's one of no, my eyes that was the nurse yeah. it was Loomis's nurse was it the so nurse I thought it was sense. a black yeah. lady yeah no, no it was, it was Loomis's nurse. nurse oh my bad my bad then yeah they, they mentioned Loomis 10 times in the movie <laughs> and it's just like is he really that big of a deal <laughs> like when he really like as an audience yes because we saw him in so many movies but to this town like what did he do that is so deserved for one guy who killed what like five people in you know how many 40 years ago that's what the 2018 guy said too remember yeah. the boyfriend's like mm-hmm. in the realm of things isn't a big deal anymore like, right no exactly like there are not, way yeah. worse crimes out there that you know but this one for some reason endured and it's, it's odd but yeah they do mention during that uh exposition dump walk that they do in 2018 Every, yeah. <laughs> like it, it was like okay we're gonna have this walk for all like the trailer quotes so that's when they talk about him not being uh uh, the brother and all that like it's like the expo dump walk i call it terrible yeah i it would have been uh, there's a great movie in here too like change a couple things and there's a solid story in here you know and yeah why not if they're doing the soft reboot why not take him to the hospital you know there's a fucking hundred people there you want to do his rampage do it there that'd be really cool yeah overall like this is actually the most fun i've had this year watching a movie because you know my wife's not yeah. a horror fan she, she's watching it we're just cracking up at how like just like, is this real? Like, did they really think this is a good idea? And you, you would think they would because these horror guys are like legit horror fans. They got their podcast and stuff like that um, over at Blumhouse and stuff. It's like, I don't know what they're, who they were trying to please with this because it. I, sorry. No, no go for Demands. it. It's Which like, ones? The demanding ones because if they didn't include <laughs> they didn't... <laughs> everything, then someone would complain about it. I don't, yeah. But it's they... like, I wait, give me one second because I had a really good point. Todd had a great point about all the storytelling. Like now that you talk about it, I, you know, it is like we're on a roller coaster, but then that someone's like, oh, wait, wait, but wait. And it's like, okay, yeah, I got it. Let me go on this. Let me go. But I feel like they just had to include everything because the younger audience that is going to be watching it and growing up with it, like they just have to include every little thing for the new people to the franchise. That's not that I'm saying that's okay that they did it, but just playing Michael's advocate here, okay? Hmm. Blumhouse's advocate. Yeah, I mean, this movie felt like they were like, okay, Halloween 2018. We have a great end. We have a, a, a we have our beginning. We know what we're gonna do there, and we know what we're gonna do with our ending. But we're gonna make this a trilogy. So what the hell are we gonna do with the second movie? And they just were like. Let's throw in all of the characters from the first movie. They can all come back and we'll throw them all in there and it'll be great. But I think um, they thought that the fans would like it. I think that they would think that you guys would be like, oh my God, this is so cool. Yeah, yeah. if it wasn't cheesy. 
I know. Make, but... Yeah, make it better. Yeah. It, and it comes. It always comes down to the writing, and the writing. So who do you think? Good. So who like read the script and was like, "This sounds great. Let's do it." The guys. Honestly, <laughs> I think they. I think they underestimated the fan, the horror fan here. Like, mm-hmm. I think they were like, "Oh, if we just put in all of the, the the characters from that first movie, the fans are gonna come in their pants and they're gonna love it." You know, it was like a fan fiction. But oh, yeah, underestimating problem, me, huh? But the problem is, is that is that horror fans are smarter than they yeah. give us credit for and mm-hmm. we want still want a good story and a good movie and it, you know and like i mean i get it in a way because like okay at the end of the day this is a slasher movie right like and we've watched a hell of a lot worse 80s slasher movies and people fucking praise the hell out of it um but i, I think because there's not a history behind them yeah right not and 40 I, years I, of movies i also think that time is over like the 80s slasher movies are over like we we demand better now from our horror movies i think most horror fans do anyway um and i'm hoping after this movie like they'll kind of realize that and do better at, at the and probably i don't see say shake his head because we probably won't but no because it's, um, the movie's doing super well in theaters it's it doing is. great on uh peacock and right. if you go on twitter people are like you know they're giving this movie a hand job so mm-hmm. i think blumhouse if anything is going to see this and be like oh so that's what they want. They just want yeah. us to essentially reference, you know, everything as possible. Just put it all in there and uh, please the fans, right? And that's they're all dead now, though, right? Tommy Doyle is still alive. Right? Well, Lindsay's Tommy's alive because he Tommy's just walked dead. past her. How did Tommy die? I forget. Tommy Michael. got killed uh, by At Michael the in the mob, like with the late right. the Iron Woman. The Iron. Woman. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> <yeah. laughs> She's out there ready to knock yeah, Michael like, with Iron. I'm, I'm gonna yeah. say like, hey, this is America. Go back to your house and get your guns. Like, don't come out with your fucking irons. Like, come on. Stop shooting Michael in the stomach. No one can God. hit him anyway. Though. Him Everyone, they, people and had if you guns, do like... kill Michael, literally seesaw his fucking head Sam. off and seesaw that into four pieces and then eat it and then take a poop and then Michael will be dead, okay? Sam, do not exactly try to... what my wife said. Exactly. I she's told like... Joe, I'm like, literally shred him to pieces. Yeah, she's like, wait, wait, wait. Why are they stopping? Shoot him in the back yeah. of the head. Cut his, head cut, off, his cut his arms off, cut his head off. Yep. But nope, it was the ambulance driver all along, and he <laughs> escaped just right before. And that's I was waiting for him to pull some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, you guys want to get into the questions? To yeah, sure. a, a lot of them are Halloween related, so I'm sure it'll spur some more discussions. Uh, first series questions from Lil Three Core to me. Um, she says, "What is your favorite horror movie remake and your most hated remake?" It's tough. Favorite horror movie remake, Dawn of the Dead 04. Uh, hated? I don't know. You guys got any? I'm going to say Poltergeist. I really I hate it. Poltergeist bad. remake. It's yeah. It's yeah. pretty bad. Yeah. My most, most loved remake? Probably the Texas Chainsaw one. I really, really love that one. Yeah, that one's a good one. I'm going to say um, Last House on the Left or Black Christmas. Favorite? Favorite yep. house? Um, I'd go The Thing would probably be my favorite uh, with Dawn of the Dead and Night of the Living Dead, I think are all great. Uh, my least favorite, uh, Day of the Dead, was pretty pretty bad. And um, oh, I yeah, forgot probably... about that. Nick Cannon, right? Yeah. And he's a vegetarian zombie <laughs> or something stupid. It's, it's bad. <laughs> hey, we also forgot another one for the worst uh, Pet Cemetery. Oh, yeah. yeah that one's I pretty agree. bad. Yeah. Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street too, of course. 
Nah, it aged better. Come on. I mean, uh, yeah, it still wasn't very good. <laughs> I, didn't, yeah, I didn't love it either. Yeah, it's better than Halloween Kills. Oh, boy. Ooh, Ooh. I don't know about that. No, it's way better than Halloween Kills. <laughs> um, all right. How do you feel about them making Michael Myers not Laurie's brother in the last movie? Will Michael always be her brother to you, or does it matter one way or another? Um, I didn't like that they changed it i think they should have just left it at that because it would it makes more sense right of like why he's stalking her because otherwise it's like why the fuck is he still coming after her 40 years later which they do kind of address that though in this one they're like he really doesn't give a fuck about you Lori. like he's right. just he's just you know he's like the doctor's the one that brought him to you like so it's really you know you've been hiding out for 40 years ready waiting for him when he really has given a total fuck that's about why you, you shouldn't hang on to <laughs> so grudges <laughs> right yeah, so go sorry live your life. <laughs> So Hawkins is like, get over yourself, Laurie, in this one. Which, by the way, I did like the Hawkins character. I think he's one of the better parts of this movie. For me personally, I did kind of like him. Um, uh, he's but... like, hey, Laurie, after this, <laughs> you want to come over to my house? Help my friend I, out I, and make it a yeah. double. My leg's broken. <laughs> um, um, did I like yeah. it not like it? Um, I think I remember saying I didn't care when 2018 came out. But then I agree with Joe. Like, It makes more sense for him to be obsessed because it's his sister um it makes it more scary too like oh fuck your brother wants to kill you so yeah i think he'll always be brother and sister for me Mm -hmm. same yeah same for me as well i you know i accept it for these movies but it would have been way better i think if they kept that part of the continuity and honestly i don't even really know why they took it out like was that that why did they do that especially with it being from the original it's like you can't have little bits of it and then that they announced that that's why it's because they never said in the first one yeah it's so, never said in the first movie. so they it being in the second didn't count i think that's why they did it but yeah they didn't want to retcon the second movie like whatsoever like right they could have easily though done it like, they could have yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. he, he and just they, gets captured and, at the hospital and that's right exactly right yeah. after he rampages yeah. well because i totally missed that part that they were like that I was supposed to know that Michael wasn't her brother because when they were chasing the small guy, I'm like, why aren't they listening to Lori? Like if I heard her say that's not him, I'd be like, guys, everyone shut the fuck up. She fucking knows it's her brother. So I totally missed that. So, you know, and doing my little fanfic here, uh, which obviously didn't happen, but this movie, I thought when they went, she went to the hospital and everything, they were essentially going to make Halloween 2 by having Michael go to the hospital and slaughter people there and that would have played into maybe do the last one Halloween 3 do something with the masks and have Silver Shamrock somehow that would have been cool you know to like unknowingly they were essentially remaking 1, 2, and 3 without us knowing <laughs> oh my god i can't even imagine what the fan base would think if like, they tried they to like yeah. put three oh, but in. i do wish that <laughs> well did not a remake of three but just to like involve it somehow you know just to, yeah. yeah just like um, little, the masks little, little kiss to right. it, you know? yeah, exactly yeah exactly you know with the masks in this one and then escalate a little bit with the uh all right so her last question what is your ranking of the halloween movies from favorite to least favorite oh boy i'll go Go for it, you, you go. I need to go get some of my pen. Okay. So <laughs> this is just right now in the moment of how I would want to watch them. If, if I wanted to watch, this is okay. Sometimes it changes and sometimes season of the witch is a lot higher, but today is a little bit lower. So this is what I have from, should I do it to one to 10 or 10 to one? Uh, she said one to 10. So, all right. 
makes it easy for me. So I'm going with the original Halloween, Halloween 2, Halloween 4, and then 5, which is Return of Michael, H2O, Season of the Witch, Resurrection, Halloween RZ1, RZ2, Halloween 2018, Halloween Kills, and then last is Curse of Michael Myers. Very nice. All right, I got mine right here. It's going to be the original Halloween followed by Halloween 3, Rob Zombie's Halloween, Halloween 2018, Halloween 2 original, H2O, Part 6, 4, 5, Rob Zombie's Part 2, Halloween Kills, and Halloween Resurrection. All right. Uh, so I got Halloween, Halloween 3, Halloween 2, Halloween 2018, Halloween H2O, Rob Zombie's Halloween, Halloween Kills, Halloween 4, Halloween 6, Halloween 5, Rob Zombie's H, uh, Halloween 2, and finally, uh, Halloween Resurrection at the end. Okay, I'm just going to pull this one on my ass because I wasn't prepared. Resurrection right. deserves better, Steve and Todd. I'll rewatch it. I just can't get over Buster Rhymes. Come on, it's so I can't, fun. I can't. What? You don't, come on. Trick or treat, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, so we're going uh, best to worst, right? Yeah. Yep. All right, so original Halloween... Halloween 2, Rob Zombie's Halloween, Halloween 3, Halloween 4, uh, Halloween H2O, Halloween The Curse of Michael Myers, Halloween Resurrection, and Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. I think I put them. Oh, wait, I forgot Halloween Kills. I'm sorry. All right, put Halloween Kills above uh, Rob Zombie Halloween 2 and Resurrection, and that's where I'm at. Where'd you so put 2018? 2018 is right above Halloween Kills. Okay. Where'd I you put Resurrection at, Sam? Pretty high? Um, I put it one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. A little bit higher, like in the yeah. middle. Lower middle, yeah. Joe, you had Resurrection as number 10? As my worst. Yeah, <laughs> you I son think. of a bitch. There's nothing worse than, than fucking... Buster Rhymes doing karate. Well, I, I'm sorry. I had I had I had Rob Zombie's. I'm sorry. I had Rob Zombie's Halloween two as my worst. Resurrection was eleven. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> She'll allow it. <laughs> At least the only reason I give Resurrection a little bit more of a nod is because it has the found footage aspect. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Uh, next question is from Elizabeth. What is everyone's favorite treat that comes out every year just for Halloween? Can be either food or drink. Ooh, good question. Orange I gotta Oreos, go. baby. Yes. Mm, what did Todd say? Orange Oreos. The Halloween Oreos. Oh, yeah. It just tastes better. I agree. I gotta go uh, Shipyard Pumpkinhead. It's a really mm. great pumpkin beer. Put that sugar, cinnamon sugar rim on the top there. Add a shot of vanilla vodka, and it's just heaven in a glass. And I'm gonna go with the basic bitch pumpkin spice from Starbucks. <laughs> Uh, there's no actual food that is Halloween only that I'm looking forward to, but I like that our chocolate bars get scary packaging and names. Uh, like our coffee crisp becomes coffin crisp. Our Kit Kats is Kit Kat, but with a cat on it. And our arrow is Scarrow. So it's uh, I just like that uh, kind of theming around this How time. Fun. Of year. All right. Uh, next question is from Nick. What did you think of the decision to bring back multiple original characters after and after seeing them, were they all necessary or overkill? 
I think we pretty much all agree that it was uh, overkill. Yeah, overkill big time. It was a good idea, I guess, in theory, but it just did not work. Not an overkill for me, but I don't think it was necessary to tell the story, but I get why they were there. If you had to keep one, which one would it be from from this movie? Like, obviously, Laurie from the one floor, but from this movie, if you can only keep keep a person. Yeah. Oh, Lindsay. Lindsay. I'd keep them all and just have a support group like a meeting a quick meeting where Lori goes in she's like you know you guys fucking suck and just leaves i think that would have been enough fan service for me yeah and not and not cast uh michael c i'll just cast the original dude again okay yeah i mean well Lindsay should be coming back i mean she's the only one that survived i think god they killed they like fucking killed everybody so we'll see what Lindsay has to do i don't know if she'll be an integral part of the third movie or not but maybe she'll help Lori kill michael Oh, Michael, kill them. Right. Please hope so. <laughs> I used to be, you used to babysit me when I was a kid and you took care of me. I'll take care of you. And <laughs> fuck up, Tommy. <laughs> yeah. God, that was a terrible, terrible dialogue in this film. Uh, next one from uh, Jared. Which kill was your favorite? Mine was Big John's. Ooh, yeah. I mean, yeah, like I said, Michael's just the MVP of this movie. All the kills are fucking great. Um, I'm going to go with um, the kill of Lenny Clark, who some of you might know, he's a famous Boston comedian. Um, So it was great. It was funny to see him uh, in this movie, but he's the one that uh, Michael, he breaks into the house with the drone and then he just keeps fucking putting the knives in his back. That was just brutal. Yeah, that made me sad. Yeah, it was like kind of not Michael, right? Mm. Yeah, I mean, because usually he just kills and moves on. Like, whereas that was like, he was like really just, being fucking brutal that, no that was rob zombie right there Michael. it was yeah definitely um i liked well i shouldn't say like but the one that like was scary to me was is his name cameron todd yes boyfriend the boyfriend yeah like holy fuck especially in the theater again and that fucking sound like the vibration of every time michael was like slamming his neck in the railing like holy shit and especially when he raises him up and then like smashes him down like shit and i do think that he should have ripped his head off because i'm like considering everything that you just did to this guy's neck you're gonna give him a little neck twist to finish him off like I don't Commit know, all I the way, Michael. Commit all the way. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm with uh, Sam on that. That was well-deserved because we all hated him from the first movie or at least disliked him um, for being a little prick. And then, yeah, like that was the only, besides the old man getting stabbed a bunch of times, that was the only kill. I was like, damn, he's fucking like not stopping. Uh, so yeah, Cameron's my choice too. The big John kill was pretty brutal too when he gouges like his fucking eyes out. Yeah, but then the cool. next scene, like his fucking head's fine. To me, the most brutal kill was the one with the light bulb, like the fluorescent uh, light bulb. That was really cool. I actually saw the same kill practically in a movie called Seance just yesterday, which was oh. interesting. But Who did my it fi- better, uh, Seance. Oh, we saw, we saw Sam. We saw Seance. Seance. That's like that '90s type movie with like all the girls. Yeah, it's that, like a like, girls like... reform school or no? Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yep. Yeah. You liked um, it. I didn't like I it. I did like it, yeah. And I was in the middle. So, the, um, But my favorite kill, because it made me laugh, was when the nurse slash doctor, because she's dressed as a nurse, but is actually a doctor, shoots herself in the face <laughs> because of the uh, the door like closing on it. Uh, I, I laughed I hated so hard. That. I was Terrible. like, God damn it, girl. 
Hey, yeah. back to that. Tommy is so irresponsible. <laughs> he gives like these kids guns. Yeah. And like Allison, who's who's a senior in high school, gives her a sawed-off shotgun. I'm like, that's gonna blow out her fucking arms, man. What are you doing? Small that's town. Another rant. Another rant done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no one has a gun at the fucking showdown. Okay. We didn't even right. mention, but like the fucking cop with the cowboy hat is like so useless in this movie, too. Like they brought him back, but like why? Like, yeah, oh, the, he's just the, there. The, the black cop from the first one. Yeah. yeah. Who you thought was gonna be like, oh, he's gonna go throw it down with Michael in the yeah. second one. No. He doesn't do he's, a He's a big thing, dude. Let's bro. fight. Like he's biding I his assume... time for part three. All right. That's what if I'm he saying. Doesn't... Like, I assume he's gonna have some sort of like arc or redemption <laughs> angle in the third one. Like, if he has to, right? On to him. He's been yeah. there for two movies. And if, right. if he doesn't <laughs> fist fight, if he doesn't fist fight Michael, I'm gonna be so disappointed. He's a big dude. I want to see it happen. Come oh, on. Do you want like a Jason takes Manhattan thing where Michael's <laughs> gonna like yes. bang yes, his head off? Yes, I do. <laughs> and then take his hat and put it on and it's Michael Myers. It'd oh, be hilarious if God, they like recreated that scene. Michael just hits his head off. Um, Jared's last question. Do you think Tommy Doyle's character was necessary? I feel like once he formed the mob, his character just got lost within it. Now, we, talk, we talked about the first part already, but do you guys feel that once the mob happened, that his character kind of just disappeared into the, kind of into the crowd and wasn't as impactful or important? No, I think you know, he was like leading the mob, you know? So like, I, I think he, I don't think he kind of disappeared into it. Like, I think he was still like, leading it and ahead of it i might not have liked that angle but i mean i think he was like always like um front and center yeah i agree was it needed no i agree all right uh next series of questions from chuck captain amazing 85 what would be your awful weapon you'd bring to the beatdown? thinking about the iron lady hey if i wouldn't want to get hit with a fucking iron though like <laughs> straight up a paperback I didn't book. even I didn't catch the iron on first watch um at all but I love that like it became a internet meme <laughs> yeah we need to get her at a con stat oh definitely oh, 100% <laughs> will happen at some point <laughs> yeah I, I walk around with my kindle a lot um the e-reader so I'm gonna go with kindle and I'm gonna throw it at him and it weighs like three ounces so it's not gonna do anything <laughs> um I guess <laughs> I, I, a slice of pizza I'll bring my slice of pizza and I'll throw it at him. <laughs> Grease in the eye. Might be yeah, effective. Nope. Could be. Wait, what was the question? What are we bringing to fight Stupid, Michael? What, what awful what you, weapon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Nachos gonna... for Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring my nebulizer, my breathing machine. Like... Choke him out there with it. To like, I'll like spray him like that firefighter did with that weak ass water hose. Dude, how stupid was that? At least I'm turn like, it up. Yeah, turn it up. <laughs> like it, he could have been blown away. But... Oh yeah. Yeah, they use them in riots all the time and people fly across the street. Like, <laughs> all right. And we have like these like and there's that. like third there's 13 firefighters and they all just decide to fight them one at a time where they could have just like circled them and they could have like, right. literally axed them to death. Right. Yeah. I mean, firefighters are pretty motherfucking tough. Like, they're fucking they, strong. They have to be. Yeah. Like... Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Grandma. I'm gonna call you out on this one. Uh, but one time I was at her house uh, a long time ago, and she, we heard like a banging coming from another room, and she grabs the fucking oh, no. salt, <laughs> like, the, like the, the, the salt shaker. And I'm like, what the hell are you gonna do with that, Grandma? Throw it in his eyes. Throw it in his eyes. Yes, any She's little like, distraction in his eyes. In the little salt shaker, it's like, like mace. You take the lid off. Steve, no, Steve you grab him, and she <laughs> right. salt shakes his eyeballs. I'll go, I'll Grandma. Never, I'll never forget it. Yeah. 
You gonna <laughs> fucking John Wick his ass and then use the salt to season on the needle. <laughs> Maybe. Oh my god, I laughed so hard. <laughs> Turns out it was just a picture that fell off uh, to the wall, but. <laughs> Anyway, that's why that made me think of that that moment right there. Hey, grandma was ready to throw down, dude. Yeah, <laughs> probably salt shaker or not. Yeah, she's about to expose her like secret agent past and like. Um, all right, Chuck's next question: What are your thoughts on the theory that the mask is actually a product of the Silver Shamrock, and what uh, and that's what makes him evil? Sets up Tom Atkins coming in for the third movie and making Season of the Witch canon. You better fucking not, because that's the stupidest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah michael is pure evil what other explanation do we need it, we don't right. he's evil no mass or magical part three is amazing but it's a standalone film that's it that's that's my stance please i don't mean that me. that is some fan fiction right there for sure so it wouldn't surprise me after watching this movie that they would try it but yeah, yeah no i mean bring tom atkins in that could be like a really fun cameo just as like a random person you know what i mean like yeah like nothing they do, to do stephen with, king yeah, yeah exactly like that could be fun but yeah please don't do that i agree with todd like michael's just pure evil we don't need a reason um of it, why it takes it all this. away if it's just a mask it, it right it, it ruins it mm-hmm. they can't do that because then they then you know exactly what they're gonna do is someone's gonna put that mask on whether it's allison or or yeah. that's her name granddaughter and then i'm the new michael myers could have a mask like no. <laughs> or maybe it's tommy because he's fucking crazy anyway <laughs> Well, he's dead. So oh, he's dead. Oh, I, I, well, we think we think he's dead, but who knows? Well, Hawkins, Hawkins got stabbed. Too. Let me yeah, go back right. to my last point. Five times and ran over, and he's fine. That is a good point. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they bring Tommy back somewhere hey, somehow. Um, real quick, sorry to divert. I thought the podcasters were going to come back. I know the girl was clearly dead, but the oh, guy yeah. could have lived. He got beamed, but he was still alive at the like when she was getting killed. He was like, I, I can't remember if yeah, I don't remember their fate. He survived, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, he could have been like a doctor just in the hospital, honestly, Tom Atkins, and that would have been just a cool nod to Halloween 3, you know, maybe hitting on a nurse or something just to bring back that movie. But no, I, I agree. Like, I am afraid they could do this, but I don't think they should. Um, I mean, bring Silver Shamrock if you want as a company, just as a nod, but don't like make it a whole thing. And his last question, Sam Stein, what's the food pairing? Um... What did we have in the movie? Hospital chicken nuggets and uh, a random drug that she inserts in herself. Bar food. Pretzels. I'm trying to think of what he ordered when he was at the bar. It was like a scary zombie drink or something like that. He did, yeah. Zombie dust. I think it was like an IPA beer. Oh, I thought it was like a cocktail. Um, I don't know. I'm at a loss for this one. I'm going to say toasted marshmallows in honor of Michael's mask. Oh, Ooh, I love that, Joe. <laughs> Thank you. Michael, and can Michael. I just do... With a painkiller cocktail in honor of Lori stabbing yeah. her ass with a needle. And we didn't mention this, but Michael's mask look, looks awesome. Oh, like yeah, Michael's yeah. look in general, he looks fantastic in this movie. Are you yeah. joking? Michael looked so... Not to be a psycho, but he looked so hot. Like he <laughs> was so fucking fit and trim in his fucking coveralls i was like what is the workout and eating plan sir because you look great he does a lot of standing at the hospital <laughs> so that's builds up your quads did you that's guys feel, feel bad for michael when he was like circled around the mob when his mask was off 
I felt bad that this movie was so terrible at that point. <laughs> All right, Todd. All right, Todd. <laughs> no, I actually did. And I, I said this to Sam. I was like, why did I feel bad for a guy who's so fucking terrible? But it's that like. they did a good job. I but guess, then when he like, then when he grabbed them, I felt sad. But then when he grabbed the mask, I kind of smirked, and I was like, <laughs> "Okay, I need to calm down. I'm supposed to be on the other team." Yeah, it's because he's you know, is even though he's the villain, he's the hero to us in a lot of ways, just because we are so used to. It. And I had this question actually for Sam before we go into the next question. I have a question for you guys. Do you think Michael is the face of horror, Michael Myers? I think he is now. I don't yeah. think he was ten years ago. You know, I think Freddy and or Jason would have been the face of horror but friday the 13th has been in limbo because of rights issues uh nightmare on elm street hasn't had really anything come out in the last you know there's there was a remake and but other than that nothing else michael you know has been showing up for i mean look I, this stat fucking just scared me to my core just how crazy it is jamie lee curtis has played laurie strode for six decades like that's crazy mm-hmm. when you think about it, but that shows how many fucking Halloween films there have been. And yeah, I think now he is the face of war. I think I think I agree hundred percent. I think Pennywise kind of stepped in for a couple of years there because he was super popular with the latest one. Yeah, it's just, it's just crazy to think that you know Michael represents the seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands, twenty tens, and now the twenty twenties. It's like crazy mm-hmm. to so yeah. I think he absolutely is yeah, the face definitely. of war, and it helps too because Jamie Lee, like everyone, loves her so much, and she's still like such a great person, and she's still working. I mean, maybe there's other people from the other franchises working, but no one that I know or care about. Who? Just John Carpenter. Robert who? Yeah. No. Robert no who? One- no one, no one. Robert who? There's, yeah, sorry. There's a cane no what? No one touches Jamie Lee. Yeah. Uh, Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, but she hasn't done like an alien movie. Like, in, you know, it's like Jamie Lee has always been there. Like, yeah. even though she did kind of go away for a while and was trying to get away from horror. She but dissed she, it for a while there. She did. She did. Yeah, but, but she then, finally leaned into it. Like, that's what right. you have to do. She's and like, if you like appreciate, money? if you appreciate the fans, like, you literally, yeah, just mm-hmm. take some notes down, people. Okay, embrace your horror job that you got. Okay, we need more we'll Damien. You pay your rent. We need more Damien's. All right. Yeah. yeah. Humble. Um, next question is from Odd Job versus 007. Almost to the end of the year, what is everyone's biggest disappointments so far, and or surprises? Hmm. Uh, yeah, this has been not a great year for horror. Um, for, I don't think it's yeah, quite been quite a disappointing year. It's probably one of the worst years I can remember in quite some time. Um, we only we only got a couple months left, so I, I don't think it's gonna get much better. As far as biggest disappointment, I'm gonna go with the Conjuring Three. Hmm. Um. I'm going to go with Spiral just because Saw is like one of my favorites. And I was really counting on that to be up there with Halloween and Candyman, but it just was not. And, but I haven't seen too many. So I don't know. I'm going with Spiral. I'm going with this movie tonight because I had so (gasps) much riding on it. Like an end of the year release, a big release. And then we had big John Little John for 30 minutes. No, it's terrible. Sorry, Sam. Okay. You want to deal with Spiral over this? I both of them suck, but I think. Oh, if we had to compare the two, I think Spiral. <laughs> they're both bad. I don't know yeah. for different reasons. But it's. I just had so much hope for this movie, you know. 
it's fine. I'll just be over here wiping my tear off my face. Um, I'm with Joe with my disappointment. Conjuring 3 is by far my biggest disappointment this year because I hold 1 and 2 in such high regard that 3 was just a huge misstep. My biggest surprise of the year would probably be Army of the Dead because it looked it didn't look great when I first saw the trailers and everything even though I love Zack Snyder's other zombie film you know being a Dawn of the Dead I didn't have high hopes to this one and I really enjoyed it so that's my biggest surprise of the year but um, yeah man 2021 I, I was just talking about on the discord I've watched 62 films in 20 uh, 62 2021 films so far and <laughs> I'm still not happy with my top 10 <laughs> like yeah. I look at my top 10 I'm like Ugh, like my top why? 10 has a lot of sevens in it yeah, it's just like like I'm looking like why is Godzilla versus Kong still there? <laughs> you know, it shouldn't be, but yeah, it's been a it's been a pretty bad year. So hopefully, uh, and there's not much left. You know, like Antlers, yeah. Last Night in Soho, maybe uh, Lamb if I can find it. Uh, Ghostbusters probably my biggest hope now. Yeah, not a, not a great year. Yeah, I heard Lamb's like not even horror either. Yeah, I, I heard, heard it's too. Really? It's drama. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. I, I heard it's like a drama. Um, last night in Soho is like my last hope. I think like yep. that's the one I man. Did you guys get trailers? Like by the way, Black Phone. I don't know if we talked about last week, but that movie looks fucking great. It's yeah. coming out next year, but it looks really cool. Yeah, I got some good trailers with uh with the movie Last Night in Soho. I got um Ghostbusters. Oh, I got yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. Um, all right. So ne- the last series of questions here for tonight are from Renfa. What are your personal theories about Michael Myers' supernatural powers? Do they come from his mask? No, he's evil. It's, it's just, pure evil. especially Todd, you just rewatched 2018. There's something with the mask. Like there, there's they're some kind of that. attention. Yeah, so I, I think, think that's trying. where they're, they might be going to. And that's why it kind of lends credence to maybe somehow Silver Shamrock's involved because it is masks they, 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 they seem to be putting that. a lot of power into that mask for some reason my biggest like i think it's just so they can make money and sell the mask more yeah <laughs> <they> change it <laughs> every <laughs> my, my biggest no for them doing part three is because it's not big mainstream wise it's only big in the horror community and michael myers is like huge everywhere so i don't if they're if they're really pandering to the audience going part three is not going to work because no one knows it but us right most people hate part three too like i know it's fans like, hate. yeah yeah so it just doesn't make sense to me yeah i mean i don't know i mean maybe they could go that angle and do it right i just don't know what they could do for it i mean they did keep like obviously we got michael like unmasked in this movie for a little bit um and then he yes yeah, so i don't know i mean we'll see he unmasks a lot in the series when he really like yeah it, more than people seem to remember um yeah i don't know like what is are they gonna i hope they don't try to over explain the superpowers like todd said before Mm -hmm. because that did not work out well in part six that didn't work out well like it just it never works out well you know yeah if if they start going into fucking cults and symbols Mm -hmm. and shit like that like i'm out you know like that's yeah it's just not necessary like it's scarier when there's not like a backstory right like less less is more for michael yeah right Mm -hmm. definitely it's scarier when there's no motive. Yeah, he's just fucking crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, he just doesn't yeah. give a shit. Like, yeah. yeah. But he's also like obviously super powered because I mean, right. nothing's killing him. So, but I don't need to know. I really don't need to know. I just cares. Yeah, he exactly. can be the devil or fall, like whatever. Right, exactly. His next question Where do you think about the subplot about Judith Myers's window? Was it necessary? I mean, no. 
Like, I don't even get, like, what is the subplot? That he just stood at her window? Like, I don't get, like, what else there was to I, do with it. I think they're really trying to be deep with it. Like, like the window's a metaphor because his mind is, like, he's gazing into the world he can never be a part of. Like, I think they're mm. really trying to go somewhere like that. But once again, it's, like, another added thing to the canon. Like, where does where is where is this coming from? Like I, I didn't get it. Well, you gotta remember though, Todd. Like this is a like a direct sequel from like the first. There's only two movies yeah, exist right, right now, right? So you're like, right. there's no canon technically. It's so, hard, it's so hard to forget all that shit. Though. It is. Yeah. No. It, it totally is. So I mean, they can pretty much do whatever they want. But yeah, I mean, I know I didn't think it was necessary. I really and I don't know why it like even makes like even got thrown in there because like I, I don't feel like it went nowhere really it just set up the last kill right like it set up the the kill of karen but other than how that, did michael like, get across the town to get to karen when everybody's out, <laughs> out front <laughs> i don't think it was across the town i think it was just like the, block, the street, next block over like five streets over um i don't think it was necessary either i watching it i wasn't trying to figure out like what's the deep meaning behind it i was just like oh it's his house that's what he knows it's halloween he comes home like god stop trying to shove this down my throat (laughs) seriously the night he came home that's all we need to know he's going home like he's fucking crazy Mm -hmm. i agree (laughs) i'm so mad at this movie honestly (laughs) there's so much i'm sorry i've been ranting the entire episode but (laughs) michael's so easy to do he's just like he's a mindless killing machine loomis said it we don't need anything else we don't need to look through Mm -hmm. windows we don't need magic masks we just fucking he's michael myers and he's indestructible i don't know yeah i agree next question what's in the water in haddonfield that made every character act so stupidly the whole movie (laughs) i don't know uh blame the writing and the, i don't know i mean do we blame the director too do we blame david gordon green i am blame, not blame excited. them all yeah <laughs> you have to blame them all yeah at this point yeah. blame the studio blame fucking everybody blame jamie lee say for I, saying it was a good story <laughs> i'm certainly not excited for david gordon green's uh exorcist trilogy now after why would he get scene. three movies no. i don't why know i mean so, maybe he should go and do something original instead of like rebooting like horror franchises <laughs> you know? yeah well, he knows that the, the I don't know, just I mean, it's Jason uh, Blum, right? Like he knows it's gonna make money, so it's safe. Exactly. It's easy, yeah, because they know the horror community will spend whatever, see whatever, do whatever. Like I mean, on, and we will, and we yeah. will though. I'll be like, first in line I, to watch like, it. Right. Hell yeah, like I'm yeah. down. Let's do it. Right. And then we're gonna watch it and be like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> right. Yeah, and then I'm it. gonna play back the clip where Joe says, "We're a lot smarter than they think we are." <laughs> exactly. Hey, when Halloween Kills comes out, I'm gonna be stoked for it. So. Or Halloween ends. ends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, me too. That's just the way we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll get over it. Right. I actually forgot that um, there was going to be a Halloween ends. Like when Halloween Kills started, I started getting teary eyed because I was like, this is it. Like, I'm not going to see Jamie Lee promoting this movie anymore. Like the universe is done. And I was just so sad the whole time. And I'm like, what am I living for now? And then when we walked out, Joe talked about Halloween ends. And I was like, Oh my God, I completely forgot. I was like, yay, there's going to be another movie. So there's a reason to live now. At least for another year, right? Comes out yep. next year? Oh no, they didn't film it yet. They didn't even film it, so. Yeah. They, they said October. coming out but, next year, yeah. though. Yeah. Next year? That's not, that's not good. Like, if they're going to rush it out for next year. Like, well, it's not like they got big CGI to do or anything, so. Yeah. If they do it in January, they finish it in March. 
They they, they have time to pull it off. Yeah. By, by October. I mean, um, I guess Scream kind of did that too. You know, like they filmed earlier this year, and it's coming out. Yeah. yeah February. Like in so. two months. Yeah. Uh, last question of the night. How do you feel about the potential four-year time jump from Halloween Kills to Halloween Ends? Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah that's what's happening. Yeah. Oh, that's a legit thing? Yeah, David, the director, uh, David Green, confirmed that it is going to be a four-year four time jump. Years? So Yeah, because you know it's, uh, this movie takes place in 2018, so now we'll be in present day, 2022, which is the year the movie comes out. So now we're gonna have more fucking stories of where Michael was for four years. Like, Apparently, yeah, yeah. Apparently. Oh I think I was talking to this about Sam tonight. I was like, it would have made more sense just to continue it on the same night. So you would have three movies in one night, right? Like, I don't feel it's necessary to do a four-year time jump. Um, because now, yeah, I mean, you're gonna have to explain what happened to Michael like after that night. Like, obviously, like I'm sure Lori will go into a depression because they killed her daughter. Um and I mean, I don't know, maybe we'll see what happens. I mean, I, I don't love the idea, but I'm intrigued to see what they do with this four year time jump. I think if they made an, a third movie for the same night, I just think it would have been too jumbled because look at all of the chaos that was in Halloween Kills just from the two hours from the last movie, you know? So it's like, what, they're going to show us what happened from 3.15 in the morning to 11.37 later on in that Everyone, morning? Everyone's like, just sleeping. <laughs> yeah what's i don't think much will Michael's get resolved um it doesn't need to be a four-year jump but i'm fine either way yeah so i, I could predict what's going to happen here let's hear it so laurie is going to be distraught she's going to be afraid of michael so she's going to buy some cabin she's going to weaponize that cabin she's going to do target practice for every day <laughs> and then these two podcasters are going to come in and they're going to interview her about it and then michael's going to attack <laughs> And then and she's it gonna... all starts <laughs> over. And then exactly. Lori wakes up and it's just it's all been a dream. Yeah, exactly. Good God. Michael is her brother. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't She, I she don't wakes up it. in the bed of Halloween too. And she oh starts my, like and Haw- Hawkins is like, never mind. Yeah, actually that that's actually I guarantee you that's what's gonna happen. Hawkins and Lori are gonna be like in a relationship now. Well, they're, and like, they're, they're alluding and they're to gonna, earlier too. And they're going to fight Michael like, like together to finally like end yeah. it all. That's Do you think that's gonna, what's going to happen? Is Laurie going to kill him or is he going to kill Laurie? They're both going to die. They're, they're both going to die together. There, there was a line in this movie, wasn't there, that uh, she has to die to get to kill him or something. They said they, they allude, I forget because I saw in theaters and I couldn't write notes, but mm. she they alluded to the fact that she's going to die in the next one or she needs to die in the next one to truly kill him so yeah that's hmm. that's what's gonna end up happening probably yeah. yeah and then 10 years later we're gonna get another <laughs> yeah. halloween it's of gonna course. be called yeah. halloween granddaughter and it's halloween just... returns baby yeah. <laughs> halloween returns. Just be called halloween again and then we'll have it's called halloween <laughs> oh yeah gosh. because i mean she, you know jamie lee curtis want gonna want to say i had i was in halloween in you know seven decades when we hit 2030 <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah, the remake h2o right exactly Oh, all right you guys ready to uh rate this bad boy oh i wasn't even thinking of that sure <laughs> do um, it uh i'm super low i'm at a 1.5 out of 5 oh my uh, god oh my god or a 3.5 out of 10 this movie is terrible it's the biggest letdown of the season for me these filmmakers butchered it and this rob zombies is loads better than this including part two so Ooh, i, I, I like that movie. yeah Part two grew on me from worst in the franchise. 
second worst second resurrection worst. still has the worst because i fucking hate the rap angle and the kung fu mm-hmm. angle and tyra banks saying i hated all mm-hmm. that shit so at least this one Mike, had great kills so. and Michael's yeah awesome. here's the question though do you think we're being too hard on a movie that is the 12th movie yes. in a horror franchise no because yes. it's technically the second in a reboot right so, yeah but still what else can they do like they can put their own spin on it. If but... everyone's so tired of it, do sign a petition. Stop seeing these movies. Demand <laughs> them. You're so smart, so demand them to write a better story for you. I'm not tired not of the you, movies. Todd, I know. I, I know. I know what you mean. I'm not tired of the movies. I'm. I'm just like, there's. I think we all agree that the corny shit was like unnecessary, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. I know Sammy enjoyed it more, and that's that's fine. But it's like because I'm corny. No, can I? But corny, I get what like you're, you're not looking at it as like a from a yeah. A critical eye like where i'm like this is the 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 recipe is easy it's just like with jason michael freddie it's all super easy and when you try to throw some weird shit in there it's like why you have a, a working plot already you know michael wants to kill somebody let's kill him but like adding this bullshit in there is like yeah yeah, yeah. and i agree i i don't think we are being too um critical on a movie that is the 12th and a half franchise because most 12th movies in a horror franchise doesn't have this kind of budget and this movie has had a massive budget Mm. had good writers behind it good directors and for the most part they dropped the ball i think especially i mean just the writing and the dialogue in this i mean and the direction they took was just the wrong choice for me but like i said michael is the saving grace he i i mean i in a slasher movie like i said the kills are what is the most important and they delivered uh for me in this one so you know for me this falls you know in the middle like you know of the halloween franchise it's certainly not the worst it's not the best um so i'm gonna give it a six and a half i just just feel like that girl that just shot herself in the face (laughs) (laughs) i think that's i mean i think that's fair you know no it is i think you're too generous from where you you shit on this one too much so much i was thinking you were like a five at least or at max but hey whatever i mean well, I, I would watch it he started again. at like a seven or an eight this week i did walking I, I, out of the walking out of the theater todd i was at like a seven and a half eight and then like the more i thought of because but that's because it was like i was in the theater and just yeah. like watching michael go fucking ape shit and stuff like i loved it and then yeah but then I, like, you have started, all these breaks like... right right and then i watched it again and i was like oh man like you know you you take off those rose colored glasses and you start seeing all of the, the shit that you didn't see the first time around. And yeah. So I, like I said, the, the kills were awesome and that's the most important thing in a slasher, which is why I'll give it that. Yeah, your ranking went down. My ranking went up. I had it a half yeah. star and then, <laughs> then to one star. And then now it's at one and a half and that's my final star rating. This is tough. I really don't know what to rank it. Um, I'm going to give it... Don't give in to the peer pressure. Like, just, you know, whatever. No, if you loved it, you loved yeah, it. Yeah, if like, you loved it, you loved it, yeah. I, I hated it, but... I mean, I loved it, but there were some parts about it and some of the story and stuff like that, but it was a it was a fun ride. I do wish that Lori was in it more. That's the only thing I really hated. Um, so I'm going to give it right now, I'm going to give it an 8.5, I guess. Oh, that's the top 10 for sure for you. Yeah. For sure. Eight, eight and a half is high. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, once again, I, t- I spent most of the podcast shooting on this film. 
but overall there's still a solid 30 minutes of this that i absolutely fucking loved and there's all you know if i compare it to a lot of movies on my list there isn't a you know 30 minutes that i loved as much as i did this movie so i give it a seven you know it's not one of my favorites but i would still watch it again and i thoroughly enjoyed those 30 minutes i just wish the other hour and 10 minutes were as good but it wasn't the worst i still had fun watching it and uh yeah i'd still like i said i'd watch it again and that's a high praise for me with the amount of movies that are out there so seven hey i worry steve that you put it so high it's because you watched all these fucking terrible <laughs> to be originals <laughs> of course bambi and kendra or whatever is going to be it's gonna be like man <laughs> halloween kills is a masterpiece yeah no no it's, i mean no it's not That's even n- near my top 10 or anything but uh so i enjoyed it so I hey, mean, the if, way- you, if, if you liked it at the end of the day as long as you had a good time right yeah, i had a great time watching it i just didn't like the movie yeah so. yeah i was scared this, the way this year's going it very well may could make my top 10 <laughs> honestly <laughs> you know my, this one's <laughs> sitting at number four in my bottom five right now apparently. yeah it definitely yeah i mean it i to me it wasn't bad enough to make like a bottom of the year or anything but i mean maybe it might sneak into number 10 the way i gotta look at my i gotta see what i got in my list but oh boy uh, i don't even know what the hell my number one is honestly this year i mean i have an idea but i i don't even know if i like want to put i got it mine in locked in see yeah. so yeah, i'm the same way as joe i i have like one that's written in right now but i'm not happy with it so yeah, hoping same. something takes yeah. it out. Like and last year, I knew Vivarian was gonna be my number one because I, I saw I watched it three times, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. This one, I'm like, yeah, I love fucking um, Bloody Hell and um, the other one that Joe like. What the F was it? It's just fun. fun. It's just fun. But like yeah. last year, it would have been at the bottom ten, and the year before that, bottom, you know, it's like yeah, it's right. fucking sucks, man. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, I think both of those were like are probably close to my top five or like you know right those around my there. Top, which... Yeah, top five for sure. Both yeah, of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, two yes. quick notes before we end the episode. Uh, number one, on uh, October thirtieth at around eight thirty or nine o'clock Eastern, I'm gonna do a little uh, horror squad hangout over on Zoom. Uh, it is open to all Discord members, so if you'd like to join our discord and then this you know join the zoom if you'd like uh just shoot any of us a message and we'll send you the link to the discord and for the zoom i'll send the zoom link on the discord like uh maybe 15 minutes to half an hour before the actual hangout uh yeah I, we had a lot of fun last time with the book uh, club so this time we'll just open up to movies and horror talk and celebrate a little halloween together uh, i don't know how long it'll be we'll kind of just play it by ear but uh if you're available come hang out and the other one, I just want to give a huge shout out to horror fan Ryan, who wrote up this really amazing uh, kind of review slash promotion for our podcast over on the Mutant Fam uh, Twitter account. Mutant Fam being uh, their people who follow The Last Drive-In with Joe Bob Briggs and uh, Darcy the Mail Girl. He wrote this really nice, like, complimentary thing, and it reaches a lot of other horror fans so i just really wanted to thank him uh it was really really awesome of him and we really appreciate the support that he showed excellent thank you so much i started following them too it's really good absolutely so i just want to give him a nice little shout out there and we're also giving our uh our good vibes to one of our listeners marla uh going through some stuff so you know we're all big horror fans and we just want to support each other so positive vibes going your way from uh, all of us in Gonna be Marla. Hang in there, girl. Yes. That's it.
Also, guys, if you have the chance, I had the opportunity to have a little small segment on the Drew Barrymore show. As of right now, it's supposed to air Tuesday, October 26th. Um, I was able to show just some of my favorite spots in Salem. They shared it on their social media, on Drew's social media not too long ago, but they're also going to do it on her show. So it's going to air on TV. Um, So yeah, if you get a chance to check it out. Uh, let that's me know huge, if you like Sam. it. Good job, man. That's Thanks. huge. Thanks. Congratulations. Thank you so much. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you. Congrats. Thank you. We're so proud of you. It's awesome. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Just don't forget us when you uh, you get to the top, you know? Oh, stop it. It's going to be a horror squad with uh, Drew Barrymore and Sam. And Damien Maffei. Next week, we're going to do a double header. We are going to be reviewing Rocky Horror Picture Show, and then each of us has picked a movie pick, and you guys will be voting on that. Uh, Steve's pick is Adam's Family, the live action one. Joe's is Beetlejuice, and Todd's pick is House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh my God, that's a great one. And I'm picking Under Wraps, the remake, the new one on Disney+. Plus. So we will post that and make sure you guys vote. And thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Tonight!